The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ian Lee, you're an idiot. My name is Khan. Hello? I was shocked. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When new adventure lies just around the bend. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down, until tomorrow the whole world is my home. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Stop calling, guys. Maybe tomorrow I'll find what I call home. Until tomorrow, you know I'm free to roam. Good evening, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee. You are... Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative. We are officially the least listened to show on this station uh, on a weekday and on some of the weekend as well. So, uh, with that in mind, you can give us a call about absolutely anything you want. 03444991000 is the telephone number. A couple of things. I thought we had um, Nick DeSemelin, who wrote this Wild and Crazy Guys book coming on tonight. It's next Monday. Oh. So that can go straight back in there. It's a good book. Go and buy Wild and Crazy Guys. It's about Eddie Murphy, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, John Candy. Those guys. Uh, it's a really, really good book. He's coming on next Monday to talk about it. But tonight, Catherine, who the hell have we got on at midnight from Los Angeles? Remy Nicole. Remy Nicole, who you guys will know because we quite often play a rock and roll song. We'll play it at 11. Then we'll play a new one at midnight. Um, but she's brilliant. I've loved her for ages. And um, she's coming on. And she's, I think she like grew up in Finsbury Park. North London, an area that I have um, lived near. I lived in Endymion Road in Manor House. I will talk to her about that for the most part of the interview. If she knows it, if she doesn't know it, um, uh, then it's going to be an awkward interview because that's the only question I've got. 
for Remy Nicole is um, Do You Know Endymion Road in Manor House? Um, so there you go. Well, oh. she's in L.A. at the moment. Okay. She's doing acting. OK. She's also doing the music. It's acting and singing. She's just brilliant. She's doing the A and the S. <laughs> the acting. I don't... Why are you about, well, what does the S stand for if you're... Singing. You, but you thought it meant something rude. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. She's doing the A and the S. The acting and the singing. Thank you, everybody who came to Manchester. It was fun, wasn't it? We had a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Jerry came out. Uh, uh, yeah, Jerry's gay. Jerry is, is gay. So that was exciting. No, he did. But he did. Jerry turned up on the Sunday show. The Sunday show was weird, right? Saturday was great. Lots of laughs. Big laughs. We did two and a half hours. Big laughs everywhere. People were loving us. We came out. We started the show 35 minutes early. Um, just, we just, people were sat in the audience, half a dozen people sat in the audience. And I said to Kath, we might look, we're sat here, not saying anything. They're sat there, not saying anything. Let's, um, let's go and say some things. Let's just, uh, pop in. And so we, we went and sat there for 35 five minutes and just chatted and talked. We recorded it. We'll put it out as a podcast. These are the rabbit hole podcasts. Uh, if you go to Acast, iTunes, your usual podcast provider, type in Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, the rabbit hole. You'll find them. All of our live shows are recorded and released as podcasts. There are 78 episodes so far. So to dive in there. Saturday, full of laughs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sunday. Setun Oquado, no? Well, it, no. Was a, it was a smaller crowd and it was an earlier time and people had not had a chance to drink as much. It was, it was, it was, listen, it was really nice to see everyone there. And I think everyone there enjoyed it. I'm it not, did. I'm not doing this so that you, by the way, I'm aware that there are probably problems if you're listening online to this. So, uh, you know, we're, we're moving building. I think they've probably unplugged it. taken the modems exactly and that. so what can i tell you stick with us if you want otherwise you, it's going to be like sunday all over again um i think people enjoyed it but it was it was very quiet audience and we were working hard we were we got blue very early on and at the end i said look, if anyone look i don't feel this has been the best show that we could deliver you actually that's how i should have phrased it and I, I, but this is not the best show we could if anyone wants a refund we'll come and give you a refund and i kind of always stand by that if people See the show and go out and go. That was uh, yeah. That was lousy. Come and see us. We'll give you your money back. Same. I feel exactly the same. Um, if people feel that strongly, they don't like it. Yeah. Then I don't want to have kept them for, for all that time. We try and keep the ticket prices down wherever we can. And if you come and see one of our shows and you you, you really you know not liked it, not that you found it necessarily offensive or anything, you just didn't dig it. Come and grab us afterwards. No no embarrassment, no questions asked. We'll give you your money back. But thank you, everyone, who did come. It was really nice to meet you all. We love Manchester. No one asked for their money back. In fact, they gave you some money, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did, actually, but sold some Frank Sidebottom CDs. Uh, so the, these, uh, the shows that we recorded in Manchester will come out at some point in the next few weeks. Ra- the Rabbit Hole is the name of the podcast. There are 78 episodes. It's kind of like this radio show, but a lot swearier. Definitely... NSFW. No. NSFW. Unless you work in a swear factory. I was about to say that. No. I was about to say that. Were you? Yes. Oh, trippy. Psychedelic. What's going on? We're hanging it's going to be too one much. of them nights. Uh, what did we? Here's what you want to know. What did we do in our downtime, downtime in Manchester? Oh. Well, I'll tell you what we did. We went and saw the Ted Bundy film. Extremely violent and naughty or something. It's, it's extremely violent and naughty. Ted Bundy film. Yeah, it was all right. I thought the acting was good. 
I thought they were all um, about, they were graded up looks-wise about six times. Ooh. There was a lot of emphasis placed on how dreamy Ted Bundy is, which, of course, he wasn't. Uh, um, right. And uh, he was just like, you know, walking down the street like... Um, Tony from Night Fever and all the girls falling over him. Yeah, I don't get that. I reckon he was probably a creep. Yeah, well, he was. He was a creep. I, we, In we the know, end, we know that. We yes. know that he had a like woman's a predatory, head off. Predatory, horrible. Yeah, I'd like to read a book on him. I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. It certainly did what we wanted it to do, and that was kill two hours. Um, Not just two hours. Well, <laughs> two hours and several. No, don't make light of that. Um, but here's the thing: we saw a trailer for a film, right? Before this, and um, the, the first 30 seconds, me and Kath looked at each other and went, well, this looks rubbish. And then something happened, right? I want you to go and watch the trailer. So we saw this and we're like, oh, well, we must see this when it comes out. And it turns out it came out ages yeah. ago. It's a movie called Thunder Road, right? And it's about a cop in America who goes to a funeral and acts inappropriately at a funeral. And that's what it's all about. Thunder Road. And uh, we're like, oh, yeah, man, we must totally totally check that out when um when we get the chance and uh, it's been out it's been out everywhere we missed it see the problem was we went to one of these like art house type cinemas where they'll serve you a coffee and you can take it in and um so the film that we watched i think is i think you can probably watch on netflix can't I th- you i don't think, well, I think uh, you can no you can't all oh, right no you can't i thought you could no you can't okay would you like to know where you can watch it? Go on. Sky. Oh, right, okay, yeah. I Sky. Knew, I knew it was kind of available. They were released, it was released simultaneously. Boom. Yeah. Um, and then we realised that, obviously, it was kind of one of those special sort of places where they screen films that they like. Yeah, And yeah. Thunder Road apparently came out last year. Yeah. So we would, uh, if anyone's seen it, let us know. Is it any good? Oh, three, four, it four, looks four, cra- crazy. Nine, nine. It looks absolutely crazy. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and also, I wanted to initiate Catherine in the world of the car boot sale, the yeah. thing I'm a huge, huge fan of. I love a car boot sale. And um, because Catherine got up late, and I'm knocking on her door, Kath, um, it's 10 o'clock. Are we going to... I'd really 10 like... 10 o'clock late on a weekend. I had no kids. I'd really I like no to kids. go to the car boot I sale. I in there till about two. Kath, it's quarter to 11. The car boot sale's 25 minutes away, is it? Can we go? By the time we got there, we got there just after 12, and it was it was empty. It, they, it hardly, I don't like this car booters. If you're gonna, st- if, if a car boot is is running till one thirty, you should legally be forced to. Um, you should legally be forced to list uh, to stay there until one thirty. That's what you should have to do. These these jerks, these jerk offs, these oh. jack offs, these scumbags, these pieces of trash. They will. We got there at ten past twelve. Half of them are gone, and I was fuming. It was crap. There were people piling things up in the middle and going, this is free if you this want it, love. This is free you if it. you want it. Um, and also, here's the thing I've discovered. Here's a sad thing I have learned about myself. And I've been aware of it for a while. I've been aware of it for a couple of years. But I admitted it for the first time on Sunday to you. There was a there were bo- crates of records. And I was drawn because there was a Beatles record. And I went over and I started flipping through them. And then I just said out loud, acknowledging it for the first time ever, I don't get any pleasure flipping through records anymore. And I haven't for years. I haven't for two or three years. I get no pleasure. If there's something specific I'm looking for, and and, and there's like a specific category, maybe, I get no pleasure from it anymore. Because you're not browsing. You I'm know. not browsing. I'm just not. I'm not fussed. 
what I find. I'm fussed about records, guys. I've flicked through a lot of records with you and uh, and before that. It's all the same crap in there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bit, bo- bit bored of that. So that was what we did. But we had a great time in Manchester. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have got one two, three, four more shows booked in. One of them, the one in Glasgow uh, in a couple of weeks is sold out. Mm-hmm. The one in Belfast, we might cancel it by Friday if we've not sold many more tickets. London, there's 15 tickets next month. 15 tickets left for London and there's 134 tickets left for Dorset, which is in <laughs> July. That's not even a joke. That's not even a joke. Uh, if you want tickets, but we're going to carry, we, we will do that show because I'm looking forward to it. It's only 24 people, so in a venue that holds 154, 58. But we'll have a laugh. It's it be very intimate. It's a shorter show. It's a really cheap show as well. I think it's like maybe 10 quid or something. Uh, and even with the short show, we're going to stick around afterwards and sign stuff. And no, no one wants to just take pictures. Do you stuff. know? Sometimes I wonder whether those cheap shows for 10 pounds, right? People don't plan ahead as much because it's it's money that they can yeah, yeah, spend scum, near the time. You scumbags. Um, oh, uh, ianlee.com slash event. If you want the tickets for those, ianlee.com slash event. Right. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. We're talking Thunder Road. We're talking my bad back and we're talking milkshakes. This is the late night alternative on talk radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. We'll get you talking. Amy's listening in the car on the way home. That's good news. Thank you, Amy. 03444991000. Everyone's got a real boner about moving to this new building. Hey, guys, great luck in the new building. Enjoy the move. Hey, guys, looking forward to the start of a brand new era as you move into your new building. Well, I'm looking forward to the start of my last seven months working for Talk Radio. <laughs> That's what it probably signifies for me. Um, I, I couldn't really... Uh, I like... You know, you see my house. I like things. I like old tech. I, I like old tech. I'm starting an old gaming museum in um, uh, my house, and I like old tech. And I don't want to go to a swanky new studio where there might be important people in the building. Yeah, and there's no parking. There's no parking. That's what I, I don't I mean. actually know where it is. I've not been there yet to get our passes. I'm hoping that when we go tomorrow to go into work, we can get our passes. I'm hoping. If not. No show. Simple as that, really. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to June. Ian, the hi. love of my life. You left on Sunday. I wanted a piece of your ass. Oh, yeah, it did. June came on. June, June came on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw the I'm show. Not... <laughs> yeah. Steady. Steady. Come on. Making it go all crackly. To... Yes. Well, I want to know what you did on Sunday. Well, what did we do? Because what? you got some extra listeners on your stream. What are you doing? Hang on a minute. Why are you sounding so muffled? Is the phone, is the phone inside your mouth? No. It don't matter. Um. Go again? Say... It don't matter? What are you doing? Where are you putting it? What are you doing? <laughs> Am I doing what? Well, I'm going to make an exception. Can you go on speakerphone? Um, well, hang on, just a sec. Go on speakerphone. Hello? I mean, how that's, is that better? That's better. Isn't it? Yeah, are you on speakerphone now? Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. It's one of those one of those nights. Okay. Right, go on, June. What were you asking? I was going to say Yes. Um, am I allowed to come to another one of your shows? No, you behaved ab- appallingly. Oh, okay. Well, yes, of course you, you of course you can come, but maybe laugh at the next one, huh? Oh she laughed. Well I know what you want now. <laughs> what do I've I... never been to. Never been to a rabbit hole before. No. I wasn't sure how far we could go. You could go as far as you want. You are very, very welcome, June. It was lovely to meet you on Sunday, and it was really nice to meet your daughter. And I know it was like two hour, two and a half hour journey there. I'm guessing it was a similar time back. Um, yeah. And uh, I thought it was twelve. You, you, you. Oh well, Kath got home at twelve. I got home at one. Thereabouts, you know. But we really appreciate it. It was lovely to see you, and we hope you enjoyed it. We did, yes. But you, we've had a lot of my friends. And my daughter's friends listening on the stream. Yes, good. And they really enjoyed it. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm glad they did. And my grandchildren liked the photographs. Yay. I was called a tart, I'm afraid. You were called a what? A tart. A, a, a tart, <laughs> wow. Because wow. I had a cuddle from Ian Lee, so it, I'm a tart. Well, then in that, you know, it was it was a gratefully received cuddle on my part as well. Hey, listen, June, it was nice to finally put a, a face to um, the uh, the voice, and it was nice to meet your daughter, and um, we really appreciate the support, so thank you. Yeah, we're going to try and come down to Bath. Oh, blimey. To the Rondo. Yeah, the Rondo Theatre in September. How? That's a great little venue. How long is that going to take you to get to? Oh, it's only about an hour and a half. Oh, nothing in that case. Fine. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> see. You, we'll see you in Bath in September. Okay then. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Pete. Good evening, Pete. Hey guys, you're right. I'm fine, Pete. What's wrong with your? What is, is this going to be? <laughs> apparently, apparently, our radio signal isn't very good because someone flicked the switch to start the other antenna, and no one's phone is working. I do wonder sometimes, Pete. What can we do for you on this holiest of Mondays? Well, I'm just hearing you talking about records and how you don't get any joy through flipping through them anymore. Yeah, and I get. I, I've realised I've got the same thing. Like, <laughs> hang, on, hang, on, into... hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. Jeez. <laughs> Your phone dropped out at the key moment. And I realise I've got the same w- thing with silence. So let's just do that run up again. Um, I've got the same thing with CDs. CDs, of course, you're, you're a younger man than I, gungered in. Uh, d- sorry, DVDs. He said CDs, right? Yeah, and then DVDs. He's just, he just re- but, remembered. Well, how, well, already this sounds like a... Pra- <laughs> shut up. This sounds like a fake call. Why? What idiot. Yeah confuses cds with dvds some kind well, you take them out of the box they look the same they take them out of the box they look the same but in the box they're completely completely different this is true but he's talking about flipping through them mm-hmm. right well, flipping through cds flipping through dvds this guy is this guy is local tell him yeah i don't want to tell him he might go crazy and try and kill me um it's not working for you anymore pete no i i think it's because i've got all the things that I'm going to want, you know, most of them. So I'm, I'm looking for the really rare. That might be it, yeah. Or at least the things that are, are obscure. You know, I mean, a couple of found a, a basically self-printed DVD for some hypnotist bloke, and that excited me. Oh, 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 oh! Hang on a minute. That's excited me. A vanity DVD of some hypnotist bloke. I used to be a hypnotist. I used to collect um, videos of hypnotists from all around the world. Who is this guy? <laughs> it's not Hugh Lennon, is it? Uh, Alan Bates. 
Alan Bates. We've got to Google this dude. Do I know Batesy? Alan Bates here. I think it was a DVD he was sending out to kind of bookers rather than sort of. All oh, right, not commercial kind show. of thing. Oh mate, get, no, get. It was a couple of clips from Maltese TV where he seems to be performing. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I've not heard of Alan Bates. Well, that sounds great. But have you, how long have you known? God, the phones have gone nuts, by the way. How long have you known that this has not been fun for you anymore? Or have you only just recently acknowledged it? Because this saying this thing out loud on Sunday was a real, um, it was, it was a relief, but there was also sad. It was sad. It used to be one of my favorite great pleasures was going through crates of records, just flicking through them. I genuinely think I only realised about 20 minutes ago oh, when you said mate, it. Mate, 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 mate. Oh, dear. You know what's happened? What? You've completed DVDs. I think so. Because I'm... <laughs> Am my, I well of? My thing now, Pete, as you know, is is I'm really getting into this retro game kick. And I'm really... And this was after going to a, a fair with my boys and something awoke in me when I... You know, when we had the kids, I got rid of all my staff because I was thought it was a sensible thing to do and I wasn't really playing with it. Um, but um, and I was I, at the, the car boot. I wanted to flick through like old video games and and old video game magazines, but that just wasn't there. They don't turn up. I mean, yeah, because the thing is, you you get these dealers who come in. You know, they yeah. get the earliest entry and they just swoop in and get everything that might be plus, at all valuable. Plus, people put them on eBay these days, don't they? There's that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm currently trying to declutter. I'm I'm taking a break from it at the moment. I'm doing I'm doing the Koji Kondo. Oh, this now this is the, the, the if you haven't touched it in a month, chuck it. Yeah, if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid. That's my opinion. I'm not being now. quite that strict, but yeah, it's pretty much that. I, I here's the thing. I, I I am enjoying the clutter in my house now. I'm enjoying having one room that's quite cluttered now is there is a focus for the clutter got my cds they're gonna stay because i'm a big fan of cds uh, but now i've got a focus for the clutter i'm enjoying it being kind of cluttered but if any you know i'm a single guy i live on my own if, if ever at some point down the, the line someone moved in with me i'm gonna have to get rid of a lot of junk man to create some space some room for the nurse well, i've got to say your your <laughs> retro streams are really kind of I, i'm having to restrain myself because <laughs> every time you you open a new thing i'm like oh, I, I could get one of those and... could. <laughs> i've just bought to get my well, indulge me one very geeky thing just for the streamers i've i've, I've um, basically i don't think i'm going to be able to get my dreamcast online because of my sky router so i've so someone has persuaded me to buy a new router that that might work and i'm just it's just <laughs> it's just pound over fist is getting chucked out uh, but tomorrow we're not messing tomorrow if you join me on the stream uh p ian lee uh, no uh, twitch.tv slash ian lee games i'm playing games i am playing games no technical uh faffery games <laughs> Games, games, games. Will you if join I'm me? Not under a mountain of, if I'm not buried under a mountain of stuff, I'll be there. Thank you, Pete. Nice to talk to you, man. You're, uh, I like Pete's voice. We had Pete phone up the rabbit hole at the weekend. He's got, he's got a good voice. He's got a lively voice. He's got, he's got more enthusiasm um, than, than we have got. Let's try Jill. Good evening, Jill. Hey, little hen. When, when, when will you lay me an egg for my Pathetic. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Rack those calls up, James. Let's get them in. 0344 499 Here's something I do want to talk about, and I don't want to go into the specifics of politics and the people and stuff. The milkshaking. The milkshaking. Um, and it's, it tends to be, it's only, I think it's only happened to politicians on the right. Some might say the far right. Um, now, I see it in the great tradition of egging. Mm-hmm. I think Jeremy Corbyn got egged fairly recently, didn't he? Egging seems to happen on both sides. We're trading carefully because there's an election coming up on Thursday, so we can't really go into too much kind of party stuff. But egging has is, is been a thing for a long time. There was the lad who did it to the arsehole in Australia, who, 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 who I think has had to step down now, hasn't he, for, for some reason. Um, so egging has been a thing. Um, but I'm, and everyone's going, well, it's only the, it's the far right that are getting milkshaked and it's only milkshakes and stuff like that. I'm not convinced I agree with it. I think it's funny, right? O- on a base level, it's funny, man. But that's only funny because it's kind of um, usurping authority and it's, a, it's yeah. it seems like a cheeky thing it to do. It seems cheeky. I, and I don't have them, and it's not, it, I suppose it's partly because it's, it's, it's you know, politics, it's, it's happening to politicians I would not necessarily agree with. So there's part of that. But also I like, I, I, you know, the egging of, of Corbyn. I'm kind of more on the left. I thought the egging... I don't know. What I'm trying to say is... An egg would hurt more than a milkshake, wouldn't it? Not really. Not really. I don't think... Well, I mean, a little bit, but not really. I'm, I, I think they're funny. I think both are funny, right? Seeing And it's generally men in suits covered in, in goo. That's funny. And the anger of the men in suits afterwards. That's funny. And it's, it's a form of violence, but it's not a fist like... Um, uh, who's the big lad who, who got... Oh, John Prescott. Did he get punched? No, or he punched he... someone who egged him. I he think, got egged. He? he got egged, didn't yeah. he? You're absolutely right. Um, it's not, you know, it, it's not a serious physical... It's not a punch. It's not a knife. It's not a gun being waved around. You know, it's it's a, a loud, the visually loud protest done with minimum of harm, just harm to pride and clothing. Um... But I'm recently, I'm, uh, I'm struggling. I don't, I don't think I approve. I don't think I approve. I'm chuckling. I'm laughing. Saw Burger King got in trouble. You see Burger King got in trouble saying, oh, such and such is going to be in town today. Don't forget, we sell milkshakes. Yeah, because some places have been asked to not sell milkshakes. Apparently by the police. Uh, But I don't think I, I don't think I approve of it. I think it's part of this whole thing of uh, like sort of the twitterfication of politics, yep. right? Where um, no one gets any respect, and people doing their jobs shouldn't have to worry about someone losing. Someone things went at to them. prison for twenty-eight days for chucking a, a, an egg at uh, Jeremy Corbyn. That was um, that was the thing. Uh, I, I just don't. I feel I should approve of it. But I, I don't... It's the contempt for politicians, I think, is a little bit frightening. Yeah. Un- understandable in some quarters. Understandable. But, yeah. It's assault. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to Big Rick. Good evening, Rick. Hey, uh, Catherine. Hello, Ian. Hello, Rick. What Hello, you got Rick. for us? Um, can I blow a little smoke up your wazoo? Oh, please do. Bend it's over. Crazy. I can't, I can't bend over. I've done my back in again. 
Uh, well, look, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it all now. I uh, I what? came to see you guys the other night in in the Mank. Which 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 one did you come to? Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Thank God. Okay. Well done. Good choice. Good choice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really. Uh, you know, I was sitting at home this evening thinking, ah, I should have. I should have dragged myself up there and gone to the second one. But um, I. Do you know? It was really bloody good. I've never been to one before, and uh, I really enjoyed it, and I don't get out much. And I was oh. there with someone I did not expect to be there with, Ooh. because uh, the plans all went strangely wrong. Yeah. But the person I was with loved it, loved it, probably mm. enjoyed it more than I did. And probably. the person you were with wasn't a fan of us previously? Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked before, yeah, sort of, kind of, a okay. bit. Yeah, but um, not not to the extent that I am. So uh, it was really good. She was just sat there giggling the whole time. Good. Well, there there you go. Thank you, Rick, and thank you for bringing someone along, and thank you for supporting us. And um, hey, wh- and do you know what I wanted to say, right? Yeah, go on. Well, I got to meet you at the end. You know, briefly, we like we just sort of queued up and jumped in and took pictures with you, like uh, yeah. Very monkey fashion, and and after what's the way in the thought? I was really rude. I didn't really, I didn't like say hello. Oh, this was the rude guy that didn't say hello to us. Remember? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, in front of the Jimmy Savile totem pole. Yeah, was yeah. A, there was a there was a totem pole there that was owned by Jimmy Savile. That's not even a joke. That's actually uh, that's actually oh, true. Was that actually true? I yes. Making that up. No, no, why would we make that up? Who could make I up Jimmy know. Jimmy I, Savile's I totem know. pole? Great name for a band, by the way, guys. He used to have a flat <laughs> over the top of that venue. Yeah. No, really? seriously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that Affleck's Palace is a bit of a, it's a bit of a place, isn't it? Yeah. It's a strange place. That venue's closing down, though. The three-minute theatre that we were in, which is a shame, because um... well, I was surprised when I got there because the last time I went to Affleck's, that place was a, a shop that turned recycled bottles into like uh, vases and lamps and stuff. It's always been a bit hippy dippy, hasn't it, Affleck's? Oh, yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, the whole that's the whole thing. The, yeah. Chris, okay. the crystal shop was on the third floor. Yeah. I noticed. So, <laughs> hey, well, what nice was, one, Rick. What was, what, what, there was a, what, 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 there was a crystal shop on the third floor. If you're interested, oh, I do like my crystals. Uh. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll... but no, look, nice one. Yeah, we really nice enjoyed one. it, and uh, yeah, we had a horrendous time getting there and back. But never mind that. Never mind that. Never mind that. Rick, you're a good man. Thank you very much for coming. It is appreciated. Let's go to um, Andre. Say hello to my good friend Alan. Alan, say hi to Andre. Evening, Andre. No. Ian said, can I say hello first? Not you, other way around. But hello, Alan. How are you, Andre? Yeah, not bad. I've got a couple of big issues. Um, I've got some issues on my own. I should sell them by the end of the night. (coughs) Oh, sorry, Alan. Yeah, how are you? Oh, not bad. How's the weekend been for you? Oh, lovely, mate. Lovely, yeah. I've been to visit my mum in hospital. All went okay? Uh, She's getting better. Good, good news, Alan, yeah. Um, uh, what I was going to say, are you going to Shaftesbury Avenue? What, what's that? To see Ian and Kath, Shaftesbury Avenue. Uh, I'm waiting for them to come to Birmingham. Yeah, well, you might wait a while, but the thing is, I, I want to go to Shaftesbury Avenue, and I'm, when I talk to Ian, hopefully, I'm wondering if he'll let me go, or let me have a ticket. Do you will? I think you have to buy the ticket on early.com slash event. Uh, I'm no good at that, that email stuff. He'd have to just send me one through the post, I reckon, if he's feeling generous. 
No, if you go on your computer, type in ely.com yeah. slash events in your web browser, and send yeah. the Jasper Avenue, but fill in me online order form, they'll put yeah. out to you. How much for the tickets? I don't know, because Ian knows that information. I don't know the oh, point oh. is. Oh, Alan, I've got an idea. Do you want to quit game rocks and scissors? I don't know how that's going to work on the radio. Yeah, one, two, three, go. What you got? You first. No, I ask the question. Don't answer a question with a question. What you got? No, you first. I'm letting uh, you go first. All right. all right, then, the Blooming Rocket Launcher. What you got? What, I'm playing what paper scissors. Pardon? No, that does include a, a, a massive area of things, you know? It's not just rocks and scissors. No, the, the idea of rocks and paper scissors is rock meets paper, rock meets scissors, scissors meet paper, paper meets rock. Well, I'll give you another chance. What have you got, then? You first. Oh, I can't go first all the time. Well, I was asking a serious question about this new book he's got coming out. I want to know where I can get Who's it. Book? Whose book? Ian's new book about the show, with quotes from the show. Because I want to yeah, read well, what I got up to when I was asleep. Yeah, I want to get read what I want to get up to at all. But I, whether I'll be mentioned here, I don't know. I want to know where I can get it. Because I, I want to get it on Friday when I get paid. I didn't, I didn't even know. I don't get paid for another month yet. But the thing is, right, as I say, I've got a few big issues. Would you no, like to buy one? No, I'm not interested in big issues. I can get them in Birmingham City Centre. Where? I can get them in Birmingham City Centre. How much are they there? We're about the same price as in the country. Because the yeah. homeless people sell them to make money uh, to get a bed for the night. I know they do. I sell mine quite expensively, actually. Well, it depends on which part of the country you're in. Andre? An Andre? Hello? Andre? Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Jamie. Good evening, Jamie. Good evening. Good evening, Jamie. What can we do for you tonight? Um, well, it's a little bit of feedback for you, really. I mean, um, I don't have uh, Twitter or anything uh, to to tweet you, so I thought I'd give you a call. Well, old, old school. This guy's retro. Yeah. Uh, I've been catching up on your podcast today, and they've been amazing. What? What the? What the? What the heck? <laughs> Who is this lunatic? They legalise uh, drugs all of a sudden? What are you talking about, you fool? Honestly, incredible. Your uh, interview with Tony Slattery, I really love. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, no, that was um, that was something really special, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very proud. Uh, I'm very proud of that. That was lovely. I've not heard anything like that on the radio before. It was great. Thanks, man. And uh, Kath's interview with Rebecca as well. I thought was really, really good. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I'm just just wanted to say more more of the same, please. Thank you, Jamie. We got we got a few more of those um, little things kind of up our sleeves. We 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 kind of lucked out with those two because they're both brilliant talkers and have got brilliant stories to share and um, seem to have almost no barrier as to what 
they were prepared to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, both, both exactly, yeah. Rebecca and, and yeah. Tony in very different ways and for very different reasons. Um, but we've got a few more things up our sleeve. I believe, Catherine, you're going to go and watch a porno being made. Well, at some point, yeah. They uh, they asked me really? if I wanted to go on Sunday, but we were busy in Manchester. Oh, okay. But yeah. oh, uh, wow. it's going to happen. And I'm also talking to a nun. Uh, and I'm oh. I'm going to go to a, 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 a jigsaw competition. So, you know, we've got... <laughs> I've got to email them. We've got a few things up our sleeve. But uh, we both talked about this a while ago. We want to do more of these kind of going out and about. And, you know, for me, radio is all about stories, right? It's all about stories. And we get some great stories from the calls that come in. But uh, there are a lot of other stories out there that we need to go out and and meet and grab. So, um, yeah, we're going to do more of that, Jamie. Thank you. Fantastic. That's all I wanted to say. I'm going to hang up now. Up your bum. <laughs> oh, dear. Charming. Rude. Um, speaking of bums, it's Mo. Good evening, Mo. You're right, man. Been on the holes for a long time, but it's all right. Um, I can put you on hold for a little bit longer if you want. No, no. Okay, let's go to Becky. Good evening, Becky. Oh, good evening. Becky the witch, she's a witch, and she put a spell on my heart. <laughs> Not so I would fall in love, but so my heart would do a tiny little fart. Oh. <laughs> I've got a fart and heart, cause a witch put a spell on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Yeah, well, there you go. Can it be yeah, for him to be a bit quieter? <laughs> Relaxing in the songs that they come into my head. What can we do for you, Bex? I'm having to speak really quietly today. Why is, why is that? Do you, does your throat hurt? It does hurt. What, what, yes. have, what have you done to hurt I've your smoked. throat? Did you hex in the mirror? I've smoked. You smoked. And took flames. You shouldn't have smoked. Or maybe no. a, maybe an, an, uh, a rival witch put a spell on your fags. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. I have to have words with him. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have words. <laughs> have words. Have rough, rough, croaky words. Don't yeah. smoke, don't smoke, man. Don't smoke. I really want to smoke a cigar, but Catherine won't let me. Um, right. Uh, but I, uh, but I, giving up smoking was, was probably... I the... think Monica Lewinsky can have something to say about cigars. Who is that? Monica Lewinsky. She, she didn't have a sore throat because of it. No, she, oh, no. Hang on, what, what's, I don't get the cigar reference. Monica Lewinsky. I know who she is, she's tucked off the president. Famously, he... He, he, he warmed it up no. on her. Yes. <laughs> now, here's the thing, because you've got to keep those things dry. Well. But I would, I mean, like a, a, a carrot... It wasn't the lighting end. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well, well listen. You're the one person on the planet that didn't. What, what, whatever floats your boat, you know. Who, who am I? Let he who is without uh, sin um, take first drag on that cigar. <laughs> oh, gosh. X at X. So what can we do for you, Becky, apart from sinking to your disgusting level? Um, well, I've been here, there and everywhere on my broom today. Okay, go on. Talk yeah, I uh, was in Bradbury. I picked up CJ. I went over to pick up a TARDIS mini beer fridge. Yeah. Like, what? It was so awesome. You should have seen it. it was I don't like, know what you're saying. You can actually what, put beer in it. I don't know what she's talking or about. Milk. Just nod and smile. Well, she, you don't, you don't, just, just nod in agreement. Okay, yeah, I'm nodding. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went shopping for food and then uh, went back to his and I had onion bhaji. So, yeah, it was brilliant. 
Okay, I'm going to be honest, uh, Becky. This yeah. is probably one of the dullest phone calls I've ever taken in 15 years oh, of phoning no. radio. You went so shopping. Sorry. You went shopping, and you bought some onion bargies. Well, how is that a phoning topic? No. This is a BBC Three Counties radio. <laughs> this is talk radio. This is a national radio station. We're not doing the phoning. What did you have for your tea tonight? Call me now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What did you have for your tea? Give us a call. We're starting with onion barges. <laughs> Can anyone beat onion barges? Sands. Hmm? Without. Okay, I'm going to cut you off now, Becky. All right. There we go. Let's, who'd have thought that Mo would be um, a welcome replacement? Yes, Mo. You're, you're right, you know, you. Um, all right, Mo. I'm good, I'm good. I'm didn't good. ask. Cheers. Literally didn't ask. All right. When I'm used, I'm useless. Once offered, soon. <laughs> You're making me laugh. Stop it. What, what, what the hell am I doing? Because the way you said I didn't ask was funny. You're so ballsy. Anyway. When I'm, I'm ballsy? Used, I'm Did you say I'm ballsy? <laughs> yeah, because you just said that to me. Well, I didn't ask. I didn't. I don't care how you are. It's not ballsy. That's, that's, that's kind of rude. It's rude. I wouldn't Still take matters. that if I were you, Mo, but you seem to love it. It was quite rude, but anyway. When I'm you... <laughs> Just give me one minute, I beg you. When I'm... <laughs> when I'm you... <laughs> when I'm used, I'm useless. What? When you're used, you're useless. Why can't anyone speak tonight? When I'm used, I'm useless. Once offered, soon rejected. In desperation, oft expressed, the intended not protected. Who am I? You're Mo, the the idiot that keeps calling in and getting on my nerves. No, when I'm used, I'm useless. Once offered, soon rejected. In desperation, oft expressed, the intended not protected. What am I? Poor alibi or excuse. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um. Okay, I've really got, I've got to say, guys, it feels like the quality of phone calls really has um, dipped significantly in the last 15 months of us being (laughs) on this radio station. I mean, I know we get more calls than anyone else, but I kind of like some of them to be quite good. I don't know if that's possible. That was a good one. Okay, Mo, thanks for your call. All right. Uh, what the hell is going on with people? Did they legalise weed today? My God. 344 1000 is the telephone number. I may have to do some some of the show on the floor because my back, where I did, um, I hurt my back a couple of weeks ago because I broke the Twitch record for dabbing. I did 410 dabs in a very, very quick uh, pace of time. By the way, the switchboard's empty, guys. If you want to call, now is the time to do it. Uh, we've got a guest at 12, so get your calls in before then if you can. Um, and I kind of fixed my... So we've got a text from Rob. I had chicken pie. I don't care. I do mm, not care chicken pie. what you had for your tea. I, I, honestly, I don't care. It's not a phone-in. We're not doing it as a phone-in or a text-in. So just don't even bother, okay? You've got something interesting to phone-in. We've had an interesting debate about whether milkshaking is a, an acceptable form 
of protest? Is it is it the same as egging? Is it worse? We, we, it was an interesting debate. You've got idiots texting me telling me they had chicken pie for their tea. Chicken pie, though. I don't really like chicken pie. Oh, well, three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call about anything other than what is your tea, but yes, yeah, so I did four hundred uh, and ten dabs uh, in about four or five minutes. It was fast, man. But I really knackered my back, and then I did some stretching. I did some Alexander technique. Yes, right. I know the Alexander technique, all right. And um, I sort of fixed it a bit. And then I think it was the drive up to Manchester. And I don't know about, about you, but the bed I slept in in that Airbnb wasn't very comfortable. It's too soft. Was it? it was too, mine was too soft. Oh, I slept like a baby. I wow. had no idea what it felt like. Okay. Well, mine was too soft. And then driving back for four hours. So that, I got home last night and back was in agony. It was in, in absolute agony. And I got up today and I did a few stretches. Uh, uh, I was was watching Four in a Bed, doing the Alexander Technique. Uh, but it's flipping killing me, man. It's killing me. That's terrible. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I might have to do some of the show lying on the floor. Do you want me to stamp on you? Um, it's not stamping. No. it's not. But no. Why would I want you to stamp on me? That's what they do, isn't it? No, they don't. No, they don't. I happily stamp on you. I know you will. But that's not what we want. Catherine, what have you got to contribute? Oh, by the way. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Eight years of me not watching Game of Thrones has paid off. Has paid off, you suckers. I told you. I told you the ending would be crap. I told you. Oh, no, it'd be really good. It, It wasn't the ending... Was, have you seen it, Kath? Yeah. The ending to Game of Thrones. Roger had a chicken and mushroom pie and a fish cake. Ugh, dirty. Someone's just getting what they can out of the freezer. I told you, the ending of Game of Thrones was always going to be rubbish. And I've not seen any of it. Don't know. And I, I, oh, you should watch it. It's really good. No, like t- six, seven years ago. Oh, you should watch it. It's great. No. Why not? Because the ending will be rubbish. Oh, yeah, that's years away. Well, we're there now. We're there. The ending is rubbish. And I took great delight in going online on Twitter and looking at everyone going, yeah, but this wasn't answered. And but So, so she was doing that for no reason. Well, why didn't he use his a special lot, powers? I it was for no reason. What's, what's all that, guys? <laughs> Have you not learned? I learned from Lost. I learned from Fringe. I learned from Battlestar Galactica. I even learnt, controversially, from Breaking Bad. These things never end well. They never tie up all of the loose ends, and the tie-ups they do are cheats. Cheats. Oh, whoever this is, if your phone number ends in double zero double eight, you're blocked. Hi, Ian and Kath. Great topics tonight. I had a small value pizza with added cheese. Blocked. Oh, a cheapser. Blocked. Um, so, so, ha, 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 ah, oh yeah, but the journey was great. No, it wasn't. The journey was soulless no. and empty it's good. and futile. It was good. I'm not sorry about it, but I did think, uh, guys, rubbish. where's the rest of my yeah. programme, please? Shall I tell you what it is? And Lost fans will get this. It's exactly the same as who was firing at Sawyer in that boat. Oh, well, we leave that to your imagination. No, you won't leave it to my imagination. You will answer and tie it up within the time frame. 
And it didn't happen for Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> serves you right. Serves you right. Oh, it's, this is such a great, ground, groundbreaking um, television program. It's, it's really, uh, it's, it's really, you know, it's redefining genre of television. It's so much more, so much more than just fantasy. It's, it's an allegory for there's boobs in it. Modern, modern life. And there's boobs in it. Nah, that's like <laughs> rubbish, mate. You all got sold a pup. The show that you thought was, was going to end great, they can't. They can't end well unless it's like one series that's self-contained. Um, they can't end well because even if it's two series, right? If it's successful, halfway through series two, the the execs will say we want two more seasons of this. Mm-hmm. So then, if, if there was an ending planned in the last eight episodes, they've then got to fill and then stretch for another twenty-four episodes. But if it's like a twelve-episode season, twenty-episode season, as you hit in the states, and that's all it is, one self-contained season, you're sorted. You're sorted. That um, Frank Marco, what's his name? James Marco. James Franco. Yep. James Franco thing where he had to save Kennedy, go back in time and save Kennedy. It was great. Eight episodes, self-contained storyline. So, in your face. Yeah. Homeland, the first one, was great. They should have left it there. Homeland. Exactly. Top of of the lake, perfect. Leave it there. They have to carry on. They have to carry on. They screwed it up, guys. They screwed it up. And you screwed up eight years of your life watching that crap. Shame on you. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Every man has his techniques. They said you're not normal. Don't you sing R&B? I said I got no rhythm and I got no blues. I'm as happy as can be. They said how can you not box to hip hop? I said I most certainly do. Did you not see me dancing the other night like the girls on Channel U? Putting now what comes back to me 
Ramina and Nicole will be on in an hour, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of thrilled. I'm kind of thrilled. I'm, I'm more than kind of thrilled. I'm thrilled. Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, every weeknight from 10 o'clock on Talk Radio, for now at least, 0344 499 It's a show where we talk about stuff, and you call in about absolutely anything you want. I mean, some of the things that we've spoken about that you might want to talk about, Bad Backs, a movie called Thunder Road, uh, and Milkshaking. I can't get excited by milkshaking, and I see lots of um, people I respect, respect, admire getting excited about milkshaking. I think it's funny. I think it's funny, um, and, but that's just um, a, a, a reaction that was deep within me. I cannot control that. That is there, but I, I do kind of think that it's you know it's 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 low level assault. It's a low level assault, um, and I just can't quite get my head around why that's necessarily a good thing we talk about that but you can call in about anything you want 0344 499 uh 1000 we did get to see a little bit we stayed in a very very basic airbnb and the airbnb is now asking me to write a review of the place and i don't really want to get involved because it would it would be a fair i do fair reviews and I wish someone had done a fair review of this place before I booked it, because it was all, like, five stars. and Was the... it? Yeah, yeah, Gosh. yeah. Yeah, of course it was. Because we've stayed in some really nice ones. Yeah. We've stayed in a really dodgy one. Yeah. We didn't stay in it very long, actually. Um, this was all right. It was all right, but it was not great. It was not a very, very basic. There's no DVD player. No, and you couldn't shut the blinds. Couldn't shut the blinds. It was, um... So, at this point, so I don't really want to get involved in the uh the reviewing thing. i don't want to get involved you could couch it in 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 sort of um well, no i could be honest in yeah but in estate agent terms like you know nice basic well but you have to give stars as well uh, as write words okay. hey that scumbag on ebay that sold me a faulty um sega saturn games console right he sold me sold me to me it didn't work and he i messaged him said it didn't work he said right if you open it up a clip might have come loose I'd, o- I'd already opened it up and found the clip had come loose. Stay there, Bruce. Come to you in a second. 0344 499 uh, We call you back. Um, so, but, so I opened it up again and, 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 he, and I said, no, mate, it doesn't work. Um, he said, well, okay, we'll send it back. I'll, I'll, I'll fix it and give you a new one. Fix it or give you a new one. I said, ah, I'd really like a refund, please. No, 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 it's all right. I, I can fix it. And if I, if I can't fix it, I've got a new, I've got another one you can have. Exactly. Same. I went... Yeah, I'd really like a refund. And then he replied, dude, please, I need this sale. I've been scammed a couple of times recently. And I ignored that and just replied, can you let me know how I get a refund, please? So then I filled in the refund thing. And then a couple of days later, he still hadn't sent me the postage label. So I asked for that and he sent me that. And I took it off a a week ago. Last Monday, I took it to the post office. I had tracking on it. And I saw that it got, they attempted to deliver it to him on Wednesday. And as of today, it's still at the post office. I have received no refund. And he's not, he's not replied to five emails and he's deleted his, his account is still online on ebay but he's deleted everything that he was previously selling i think you scumbag you scumbag i'll get the money back and i think tomorrow ebay will step in and will give me the money back but i just think what an a-hole don't give me the dude don't dude me you've been scammed all right well now i'm being scammed for i've spent 124 quid on something i haven't it didn't work you wasted my time it was a faff having to take it to the post office 
It's up yours. In fair play, I haven't had a bad experience on eBay for a long, long time. So, mm-hmm. um... Uh, but we did get to see... We were in Manchester Saturday. We were working a little bit, but we did get to see the scoring. And that's all I wanted to see. The scoring of the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. The scoring system that makes no sense whatsoever. Because for ages, North Macedonia... And Sweden were like first second, first second, kept swapping around first second, first second. And so the, the so the voting goes on for like forty minutes, first second, first second. And then the pub, then they go, all right, fine. Well, that's the judges. Now we do the public votes, and so everyone gets a vote again. And the public votes is what swung it. So Sweden ended up like twentieth, yeah, in the end. Why not just drop the judges' vote? Well, just drop them. But we came last. I've still not even heard our song. No, I haven't either. And then I saw, then I saw some. Really dull thread online about, well, I've, I've analysed the last 20 winners and they're all in A minor and our song was in C minor. <laughs> no. and... I've analysed it. They just don't like us. They're never going to vote for us, even if we put flipping Elton John in there. Britain's Eurovision Song Contest entrant Michael Rice has blamed Brexit after finishing bottom in Saturday night's extravaganza. Has he now? Has he? He's blamed Brexit. Has he? Was it Brexit? Sure, it wasn't the fact that you got had a crap song. I don't know. I've not heard the song, so I don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Michael twenty one failed to impress other countries' panels and public voters with his ballad "Bigger Than Us," but he claims it's now impossible for the UK to win Eurovision because of political bias, and says even superstar singers like Elton John and Gary Barlow would have finished last. The Netherlands, Duncan Lawrence. That winning song was, was pony as well, wasn't it? He sang it at the end and it was a bit... Yeah, but the Netherlands haven't annoyed anyone lately, have they? I don't think it's down. I don't think it's down. I think it's down, I think it's down to the song. Think... Obviously, like, one of the Russian states did really well because they were um, stroking off Putin. That's You know, it goes without saying. The Netherlands, Duncan Lawrence, was crowned winner with his powerful anthem, Arcade, scoring 492 points. Michael, below of Hartlepool came 26th out of 26 countries with just 13 vote points from the jury vote and three from the public. After the show in Tel Aviv, Israel, he told The Sun, I was no one's going to come in this position because of Brexit. If it was Garibaldi or Elton John, they probably would have come last too. The altogether now BBC talent show winner added, I've still had so much fun. I've not once doubted my talent or my singing. Well, he sounds U- like Babcock. Yep. The UK last won 22 years ago with uh, Katrina and the Waves and has failed to come higher than 15th in the past eight years. There are now viewers calls to boycott next year. Well, here's the thing. I think it's a con. I think it's a scam. I think it's a fix that the BBC choose. Certainly, they, I don't know. I, I, I know some years they've just chosen the song outright. I'm guessing altogether now there was probably a vote. But they choose the songs that go in... For the vote, mm. what the hell does the the thing about the BBC right is it's when, when the BBC light entertainment light light entertainment it's bland bland. There's no balls. Get oh, I was going to say Channel Four. Channel Four is quite bland, but it, there's no balls to it. There's no the BBC hasn't got any spunk. Well, I mean, that's been part of the problem in the years. It's had too much spunk, but it hasn't got any. Uh, it hasn't got any balls. They shouldn't be choosing who does the Eurovision. No, no. Surely you get like a you get a panel of actual songwriters to choose it. Well, that'd be good. We've got some of the finest no. musical brains in the country. Do you in the remember world there was a country? series when Pete Waterman 
chose the song, and he chose an awful song about five, six years ago. Pete Waterman chose a terrible song. The best entry we've had was that um, rapper with the sexy... Um, the, the Love sexy, City Groove? No, the St. Trinian sings. Oh, yeah. What was that? That was a great song. Yeah. That Although, problematic these days. Problematic these days. Daz Sampson, that was it. Yes, thank you. Daz Sampson. That was, uh, I think he does Breakfast Now on BBC WM. But that was, uh, that was the last good song we had in Eurovision. Nothing since. I Gemini, quite... Gemini came out and sang flat. Yeah. I quite liked Frances Raffel one years ago. And she's a proper singer. Um, and it was a little bit different. It was a bit kind of uh, like Shakespeare's sister style, dark. But, you know, Ollie, I don't think we've got a chance anyway. Ollie, Whatever we send in there. Ollie says the judges' votes are only a recent addition to make the results less political. Oh, I thought that... Well, hang on a minute. So when, it when was we, always the judges. When it used to go to, right, we're going to go to, to Oslo now and we're going to get the results, was that, pe- was that people phoning in to vote then? Or was it a team, a panel of, of officials? Oh. I don't know. Ollie, please, we need, we need further... Informazioni from you, uh, Ollie, please. Otherwise, it, it, we're going to just label you as a liar. Bruce, stay there. We're going to come to you in a second. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Uh, let's go to Bruce. Good evening, Bruce. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you, Bruce. Apart from the agonising uh, uh, pain in my back, apart from that, I'm great. Oh. What have you got for us? Uh, yeah, well, backache is nasty, isn't it? It's, it's, it's the worst thing um, that any human being could suffer, and I'm suffering it very, very bravely. Um, uh, yeah, you want to rub some deep heat in that? I want you to rub some deep heat into that, my friend. Well, uh, well pop in, I will do. Thank you very much um, indeed. That's not why I was calling. Yes, it was. <laughs> no, it's not. I want to ask people to please, please, what, please... What they're having for their, their tea. No, don't. No. Um, stop wasting milkshakes on fascists. Well, OK, let's just be good. Here's the thing. We, uh, we, OK. We, that's um, the, if, you, if you want to throw something at yeah. racist people... All right, you know, or any politician. Racist. Any politician. Any politician, yes. What would you like to throw? Uh, well, it's something like natural yoghurt or cottage cheese. Oh, come know, on, man. Cottage, no, cottage it. cheese is not bland. Cottage cheese. And I was reminded of cottage cheese the other day. I've not had cottage cheese for years. Cheese no. from a cottage. Cottage cheese in a in a jacket potato that's also got butter in, so that negates the good effect of the cottage cheese. Oh, that's beautiful, man. It's always got to be cheddar. Always got to be well, no, we'll have one with, Here's the thing. You have one with cheddar. You have one with cottage cheese, mate. You get the, the best of both worlds. Oh, nah. Yes, no, yes, cheese yes. Is only useful for yes. racists. Yes, yes. Oh. Well, they have the. They, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Milkshakes are handy. You can buy them anywhere, that, and they make a mess. Cottage cheese does not really make uh, much of a mess. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't taste as nice, does it? I mean, mm. oh, okay, okay just love a milkshake. Okay, Bruce. Well, you can go and buy. Listen, them throwing milkshakes isn't stopping you having a milkshake it's not like you go into five guys where they put bacon in the milkshakes what is that about although i'm tempted it's not like you go into five guys or shake shack and go can we have a milkshake uh, sorry there's we've got none left we had some politicians canvassing in the town earlier on so we're out you can still get milkshakes bruce so don't worry about it let's go to tom good evening tom evening Ian. evening tom what you got for us um 
I heard you mention Thunder Road at the beginning of the show. Oh, yes. Have you seen it? No. Oh. And I'm going to disappoint you because I was going to talk about the Bruce Springsteen song of the same name. Okay. I mean, we was talking specifically about the film, which is named after the Bruce Springsteen yeah, yeah. song. But, okay, let's let's go down that tangent. And Bruce Springsteen named his song after the original 50s film, I believe. Right. Called Thunder Road. So hang on. So there's now a film named on named after a song yeah, that was named no, after a film. Yeah, I think so. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, and I was going to ask, um, what is the best either song or film that shares its title with a song or film? A Hard Day's Night. Versa. Yeah, I was thinking Hard Day's Night. As in the song or the film, because I don't like the film, but the I don't like the great. film. I like, I prefer, right, I prefer the song, A Hard Day's Night, but I prefer the film, Help. Even though Help doesn't stand up, it's yeah. a little bit racist. Yeah. Uh, it's culturally inappropriate, and it's not, but I prefer, I prefer, did you know, here's something I learned from listening to, um, Nothing Is Real, this Beatles podcast, right? Yeah. Um, that, um, the song Help was the first song that John Lennon wrote under the influence of LSD. It's a very unpsychedelic, oh, really? very, very unpsychedelic song, but, but help, help. Yeah. That's a very acid kind of thing, help. But then, um, yeah, I suppose, but then some people talk about self-realisation mm. due to LSD, and that's him crying out for help, isn't it? That's what he always says about that one. Yeah. It's, it's the first one where he was really... He was really expressing know, himself. It wasn't about, I yeah. love you, she loves me. It was, a, yeah. it was about him saying, help. I'm yeah, struggling exactly. here, man. I'm drowning, which is often yeah. the thing one discovers after taking it acid. You kind of think, what's the yeah. point of all of this? But it wasn't, wasn't you know, it wasn't strawberry fields or pepper. It was, it was no. that. That silly no. little throwaway uh, thing. Yeah. So other song, uh, other films named after songs. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask which is better, the song or the film Blue Velvet? Oh, the film. Yeah, the David. It's amazing. Terrible song, I think. But a yeah. great, have you seen Blue Velvet, Catherine? No. Have you not? Very good film. Oh, boily! Very good. It's very, very good, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, it's very it's watchable. V- <laughs> very, very watchable. Oh, <sighs> oh, it just flogged everywhere. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, that was actual, like, um, that was Grolly that came Luke, out. Luke. I just, I just did, <laughs> um, the... They didn't go in the drink, it went over, I was watching it. I just did the, um, Dennis Hopper... Breathing very in the mask, nice. and I breathed out. Yeah, Greeny nice. actually came out and almost hit Kath. That's, that's wow, I'm so sorry. Thing. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I feel so embarrassed. <laughs> I feel so embarrassed. It's like when um, I was when I was um, 16 and I was working at B Jams, and there was a lad. I can't remember his name, but I I, I laughed at something he said, and I a massive Greeny came up and went on his brand new coat. <laughs> oh my god! And it stained it, stained it forever, and I felt so embarrassed. And he was like, he was like, oh, it's all right, but it ruined his coat. I once laughed so much I threw up. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that was embarrassing. What was the joke? I can't remember. Gosh. Okay. Lost control. Were you drunk? No. Okay. All right. Um, just really tickled. Have you never seen Blue Velvet though, Catherine? Nope. nope. It, it, I wonder if if it, let's have a look. Blue Velvet. It's, it's David Lynch. Yeah. It is. Um, oh, you can rent it on Amazon Prime for two pounds forty nine. Come round and we'll watch it. All right. Come round and we will watch it because that is one messed up a movie. Yeah, very strange. I wonder what other um, um, songs named after. F- well, there's Breakfast at Tiffany's, obviously. 
Oh God, terrible! Oh, but that song. wasn't named. That wasn't named after. The film wasn't named after a song. It was the other way around. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which is that bloody song. God, I hate yeah. It. But I've not, I've, I don't think I've seen the film and I don't think I'd like it. It looks boring. It's not boring. It's beautiful. But there's well, a big bit in the middle with, um, Mickey Rooney's got no place in that. Oh, film. is he, he's a uh, he Chinese man. He to be Japanese. Japanese yeah. And it's just, hey. it's just awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah date as well. But George Peppard as a young man. good. Yes, it as is. An English, as an English literature student, again, yeah. being quite boring. And when you say good, what you mean is thin. Yeah, exactly. As all Truman Capote is on like <laughs> You are blue velvet. I can't remember much about blue velvet, apart from I remember um, Carl McLaughlin hiding in in a wardrobe, and I remember the song The Candyman, and I remember Dennis Hopper breathing into a face mask. That's all I can remember. And there's um, there's oh yeah, it's it's in Dreams, isn't it, by Roy Orbison? Yep. The candy coloured clown. Okay, that's it, that's it, that's it. Oh yeah, And then the only other one that I've got as well. Which is a Roy Orbison song as well as obvious. Well, if you can guess, Pretty uh, Woman. Yeah, there great we go. song, great movie. There we go. We've cracked it. There's a great song and a great film that have the same title. We got there in the end, Tom. Thank you for that. I enjoyed that a lot. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Good evening, number one and number seven. Why did you have to? Why did you have to do that? That was mean. That was mean spirited. Because he knows. Mean spirited. You've got. I was. What number are you, Ray? I have. I haven't actually. I wasn't able to right. get a card. Right. Right. Everyone was able. Everyone was able. They were freely available. Number one and numbers. He had to do that. To come straight in. Don't worry about it. Number seven. Stop. Will you stop it? See what you've done, Ray. <laughs> you have. You have I, I, wh- whetted her whistle. Oh, it was already. Number wet- seven is a good number. Right, right. Um, I'm out of this phone call. You speak to number one. Uh, you, uh, I'm doing it now. You speak to Catherine. No, actually, you can speak to my minion. I'm too important. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes, Raymondo, what can we do for you on this fine, fine, um, I don't know what day of the week it is. Monday. Monday. It's only Monday? Yeah. Ah, jeez. Yeah, that's weird, actually. Just You've made me think of that. A friend texted me earlier asking if I wanted to go out tomorrow. Uh, I mentioned a, a local pub to me, and I said, oh, I don't know if that, if that pub's going to be okay on a Friday. Oh, really? And I thought, suddenly then later on thought, it's only Monday. What? There's there's a lot of it going around. There's a lot of it going around. Forgetting the days. I mean, the days are slightly confused for us because... Because we worked all the way Bank holiday through. last week. We worked, we worked at the, uh, the weekend. Am I right? Is it a bank holiday next Monday as well? Yes, end of the month. Oh, my. Flipping heck, man. No wonder this country's going to the dogs. No one's working. Everybody's having... We'll be working, by the way. We'll be here or there. But nobody's working. Outrageous. Outrageous behaviour. Also, um, to cheer myself up, I've uh, just booked tickets for Bath. They're selling quick. I think there's nearly 30 gone already. Really? Yeah. Oh, flipping it. It's, 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 it only holds 90, so, um... We're big in Bath, what can we, we say? Uh, it's a, I love that. Have you been to that one before, Ray? I've been twice, yeah. To, to, the, to, to Bath? Yeah, to, twice to Bath, yeah. It's, um, a, it's a great venue, and we appreciate the support, but it's, it's a great venue, the Rondo. Th- it's like a proper little theatre. The staff there are incredible. It's one of our favourite, favourite places to go to. Um, and um, we seem to we seem to have an audience there. I don't quite know... 
why, but we seem to have an audience, and we will keep going back there. So, yeah, we will be there in September. Oh, well, thank you for getting it in advance, Ray, because it, it helps us quite a lot. So thank you for that. No, no, no problem at all. Um, just in relation to uh, Farage and the others, because he's a third to get milkshakes, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to, just because there's an election going on, we just have to be careful about naming people. So if we could speak a little bit more vaguely and less specific about names and stuff, otherwise it just gets messy and, you know, off yeah. and perder and all of that stuff. I, I'm really surprised anyone got within about 100 feet of this person. <laughs> so, because yeah. obviously... It, in one of the sort of, um, it was a few days ago, uh, one of the other candidates was out on a walkabout. The, the local police closed, no, they, they went into McDonald's and said, you're not allowed to sell milkshakes, which I thought was a little bit yeah. strange. And, and then Burger King was selling we can. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it is, you're right, it is, everyone that I have seen being um, uh, uh, attacked in the last couple of weeks, they've had big old security. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Proper, like, old school bouncers striding either side of them really big lumps yeah so um i, I think and, and you could see a certain person today he was not happy what do you what do you, do you do you think because i'm listen i think in the great schemes of things it's not the worst thing that could happen you know it's, it's not it's not an assault that's going to hurt anything apart from egos and clothing um but i still can't quite there's something old-fashioned in me that still thinks it's you know that there that there are better forms of protest uh, I mean, there was a clip going around the other week of, of, of someone leafleting and there was people, someone with a megaphone was just shouting, just shouting. That, to me, I thought was more imaginative yeah. and took more balls because it looked very and intimidating. That person didn't know what to do. No, exactly. What do you think, Ray, about the old milkshaking? I, I, I see, personally, I think it's wrong simply because A, it is an assault um, and B, it just fuels, it sort of gives them more, well, it certainly gives them more press coverage. Yeah. People do then jump on the bandwagon and think, oh, I'm, I'm now going to go with that person. I, I, I think it, it, it's, it's like the Trump thing in the States. I, I think it makes them more popular in a weird sort of way. Yeah. I think there's better ways of going about it. I mean, look, the guy with the, the loud hater was hilarious. That was funny, um, man. That and, was and he just didn't know what to do. And, and in the end, he sort of stood his ground initially because he thought, I'm not going to walk away because then I look weak. But he really, really didn't know what to do, and and that was much more uncomfortable than just someone running up and yeah. chucking a shake at some. Because, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think it adds um, in a positive way. I just think it gives them more airtime. Um, I'm surprised one of the can. I know you're not allowed to talk. But there's one particular can. I can't even believe he's still he's still running and not been taken down. But that's that's another story. But oh, yeah, it, it's 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 a strange one, yeah. and, and it and, and I'm, I'm surprised how many people on Twitter. are are sort of giving it the thumbs up and saying yeah. this is great because if, if it was another sort of person on the other side, yeah. they'd all be going, "Oh, how dare they? How dare they do that? That's wrong." So, yeah, yeah it doesn't sort of. It's not right with me. It doesn't stand right. I know with what me. you mean, Ray. Thank you for that, and thank you for understanding why we have to uh, tread a little bit delicately. Hey, come um, Thursday night. I think ten o'clock mm. is. It comes Thursday night. We can we can name and shame. We can talk freely about everybody, um, but we just have to tread carefully this week. You know. So thank you for that, Ray. And we will see you in Bath. Wow, third of the tickets gone for Bath already. Hardly any gone for Belfast. <laughs> we will let you know. Listen, if you if you're thinking of coming to Belfast, 
this is the week to buy them because we're going to make a decision on Friday. If you if you buy them and we don't do the show, you, everyone gets a refund. So no one's out of pocket. Okay, we probably will be a little bit out of pocket, but that's fine. That's our problem. Um, but if you're thinking of coming to Belfast in, I think it's early July, buy the tickets this week, because we will look at the numbers this week and then go yes or no, all right? Uh, ianlee.com slash event for all of our shows. ianlee.com slash event. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. What you got, Boily? Uh, all right, I've got this. Go on. Shop owner disgusted. Spoken of shock and disgust after a nicely dressed couple came into a shop and allegedly left a nasty surprise in the fitting room. Oh, really? Yeah. Maxine Lawrence, who's the owner of Samarkand in Minehead, Somerset. Of what? Samarkand. I think it's. it looks like a sort of new agey type thing. Oh, okay. Ethnic and streetwear, aromatherapy and mythical gift collection. Mythical gift collection. Uh-huh. Well, I well, I never. How marvellous. So runes, I Ching. I'd imagine tarot. Get it all there, yes. Okay. She found feces in the changing room, which she described looking like an explosion after the couple's visit on Thursday afternoon. Mm. Photo shared Can you read it like like tea leaves? <laughs> <laughs> Can you I don't know if that's possible. There's probably something in that Maxine said she couldn't believe it and had to close the shop because of the smell which she says will cost her about a thousand pounds in losses she says she had to pick up the mess herself wearing gloves and is getting a specialist cleaning company in to sort out the rest well what yeah no mm-hmm. just just you got just a scrub Maxine Lawrence from Somerset told the mirror online the woman spotted a dress she liked and went in the changing rooms to try it on when I took the dress back I thought <laughs> There's S on this. Oh, God. Then when I checked the dressing room, it was just an explosion. Like, just S all over the floor. Yes. It was diarrhoea. My insurance company says they've never had a claim like it. No. Maxine said the couple appeared to be between the age of 30 and 40. She said the woman... So sort of in their 30s. Yes. Okay. They're either 30... Yeah. 31... Yeah. 32... Uh Uh-huh. 33... Okay. 34... Yep. 35... Mm -hmm. 36... Yep. 37, 38, or 39. Or 40. Well, between 30 and 40, I wouldn't count 40, would you? Well, I would count... There might have been a young-looking 40. I would count between 30 and 40. No, you're right, 31 to 39. Yeah. Okay, all right. So they were either 31... Yeah, no. She said after the woman tried some clothes on, they walked out of the fitting room and handed the clothes back to her. Then the couple walked out of the shop without saying anything, Maxine claims. As the, after they left, Maxine says she unraveled the dress and discovered the nasty surprise. I couldn't believe did it, they, she Did says. the lady wipe her bum on the dress? Is there, is there photographic evidence? There isn't of the dress, no. I couldn't believe it, she said. A customer tried to come in after, it. and I said, you can't come in. The customer could smell it. Oh, the whole shop smells so oh, bad, I can't open, open it. Someone open the windows, please. I can't open the shop until the specialist cleaning company's been in and no, decided whether the carpet needs changing. Needs a deep clean. It's going to be a huge... Uh, I'm going to be down a huge amount of money thanks to them. It will cost me about a grand. I had to pick poo off the floor with gloves. Well, um, I, I, honestly, I've picked it off the floor just with my bare hands and then made breakfast, so... Yeah, your, your child's poo, but not a stranger's poo. Poo's stranger's, a poo. No. Poo's a poo. This one doesn't sound like it was particularly solid. Maxine thinks the woman may have been unwell. You think? Mm. In, says, in the head and in the bum. They should have been honest and explained there'd been an accident. If they'd had an accident, it would have been different. 
but to leave it is disgraceful. The worst thing is, they didn't even buy the dress, they pegged it. Maxine says she's reported the incident to police. Flipping it. Mm. You don't expect that on a work day, do you? Yeah, that is um, wowzers. That's uh, that's outrageous behaviour. Dirty, dirty dogs. Yeah, although I did tell you about when my youngest and my dad were the wet bandits. Oh, yeah, go on. They went to a local uh, bookshop yeah. that had a children's play area, like a reading area, yep. with sort of soft seats to sit on. And my youngest was about three... Maybe two. Mm. Wet herself. Yep, it happened. It happens. Not to be ashamed so, of. These things happen. My dad bravely uh, got hold of my little girl's hand, yeah. marched her out the shop. Well, squelched her out the shop. Oh. Apparently his shoes were squelching. No. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't let on to it. I said, why didn't you tell anyone? He went, I just panicked. We just legged it. So we uh, told my youngest that a picture is behind the counter in that shop now, and they're looking for the wet bandit still. Um, my youngest was sick in a swimming pool once. Oh yeah, did it have to be um, cleared out? No, no, no. I just, I just waved it around a bit until it kind of melted into the into the. There's so much chlorine in there yeah. that it's going to be, it's going to be fine. Well, my youngest yacked in the swimming pool there to evacuate it. Well, yeah, she did a big thorough job. Um, now I didn't see Madonna at um, uh, the Eurovision uh, pop contest, uh, song contest thing, so I don't know if she was any good. Apparently not. Apparently not. Should we have? We should have a listen, shouldn't we? Yeah. Before, before let's be fair. we um, before we call her out. I know a, she's wearing an eye patch. I don't know whether she'd had like been poked in the eye or something. Doctor Hook tribute, isn't it? Um, Madonna Eurovision. Okay. Um, uh, here we go. Here we go. Let's, let's have a listen to this. Oh, it's not this. This is an advert. We don't want this advert. Oh, by the way, oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here we go. Here we go. Madonna. Here we go. She's a worldwide icon, a living legend. I'm sure. The queen herself. Yeah. On some stairs. She's partial, isn't she? To some uh, Catholic iconography. That sounds alright. I think she sounds fine. It's going to be awful. She sounds good. I thought it was going to be awful. Start jigging about a bit because I don't know if it goes then. Like 
great. It was quite good, I thought. Why was everyone going for her then? Um, the quick Madonna puts on a flamboyant display to prove Eurovision hopefuls aren't a patch on her shoulder. Singer 60 wore an eye patch, plate armour, and fishnet stockings as alter ego Madame X. Oh, okay, right, she's an alter ego now, right. Who was it? Who was the big country and western singer that was like the biggest thing in the world? And then he did like a concept album as an alter ego. Was it Garth Brooks? Or was it Billy Ray Cyrus? Really? One, one of them. Was it Billy Ray Cyrus? One of the Billy Ray Cyrus, I think. The hugest thing in, in music. Right, forget country music. The hugest thing. And then he he's like, yeah, okay, I'm untouchable. So he did a concept album, but as a different, as a character. Wow, like Hannah Montana. Yeah. And it killed, it It just, it, nobody bought it. It died a death, right? He was like, oh, shit, right, I'll go back to, to being Billy Ray Cyrus. And by that point, no one was interested in him anymore. Yowza. Yowza, yowza. She performed 80s hit like a prayer and new track future during the contest in Tel Aviv, Israel. At one point, the pop icon put on a show of unity as two backing dancers, one with an Israeli flag on their back and the, another displaying a Palestinian flag linked arms. Um, Apparently it gets really bad with the second song. I, well, I thought the second song was um, miming. I'd heard. All right. <laughs> She's miming that one. It's all auto tunes. Well, it's a crap song, but it's, it's Madonna. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, now it, now it gets controversial. Because uh, Nick and Matt and Gareth and Lulu and various other people go, no, 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 that's not the Madonna that went out. Oh dear. That has been, that's been fixed. That, the audio has been fixed on that. And I've been sent, the, um, a few people have sent me this, this is what actually went out. Okay, well let's listen, this is what went out on the night. This, if that's true, that's very, very naughty. Very naughty. <laughs> so jump forward a little. Sounds all right, doesn't it? It's, it's a, a little, little bit, off, but may, maybe it gets worse. That sounds all right. Did someone send me another one? Let's try this one. Here we go. Oh. Okay, right. Well, that's not quite so good. Okay, fine, fine. 
Um, well, what kind of question is this? I don't even believe you're a real person. Let me just check. No, thought not. Thought not. Join. Yeah, right. Okay, right. Do you know what? You know what, dude? When someone who's just set up a Twitter account tweets me saying, I just bought a record player. Any recommendations on what records to get? Um, you know what? Blocked. <laughs> I just, the vibe, I just got a vibe there. You're blocked. Um, let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Oh, not too good. Not too good. Because no, you, you got pissed when you came and saw the show on Sunday, mate. That's why. Just hour on the floor. Missed first hour of the show. Ah, it's not very good tonight. We've lost our, we've lost our way. What's, all, what's happened? You should become a politician, Jerry. You love milkshakes. I don't love the real now. Yeah, well, they, they become a politician. You get free ones. Oh, that, that tit. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, well, I just, you know... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Yeah, so, the, the show, you've not really missed... I don't know. The, the, the show feels, I don't know, a little directionless at the moment, Jerry. It is, I, uh, something, needs to, something needs to shift for it to retain and return to the greatness that we know lies just beneath the surface. I used to be counsellor for you, Kip. Yes. All right, well, let's talk, stop talking about politics now. Okay. Uh, thank you very much Hello. indeed. Right, what you got? That's what I say. Can we... Them, them two ambulance men... Yeah. ...people... A lot of bloody shit, you like to call again, so... Yes, yes, I feel like they just... Then, yeah, because they do like to want to come again. Say that again. So the St. John's Ambulance people that brought really, you to the show... Really enjoyed the show. Yeah. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Well, face it now, Jerry, we are, we're having trouble getting Jerry out of his care home, so it, we somehow managed to get the St. John's no, Ambulance to come and pick him up. There's no milkshake. No milkshake. OK, thank you. Go there, yes, please. Yes. OK, yes, This is another what are you having for your tea phone in? It's getting room service. Unbelievable. Um, no, but so no. the, the St John's ambulance people enjoyed it, did they? They loved it. Well, good. Then that's that's what we need. We need as many people liking our stuff as we can possibly get. They were very, very nice people. We trust them really well. They were very nice people. They were for an hour and forty minutes. And they really trust them. Yeah. Well, it was nice to have you there, man. We have, everyone was pleased to see you. I'm just trying to. All right. Can't be great how sacred a bit. Be, be on the floor asleep for an hour. Right. Oh, blimey. Well. And I was just... He said he couldn't wake me. He left me on the floor for an hour, couldn't wake me. Unbelievable. Outrageous, man. They they yeah. treat you terrible. When are you moving? Uh, t- tomorrow, but I don't think it's going to happen, because we've been waiting for... Things we're waiting for... I can't... I don't know this is. I, I can't say I don't want to get in trouble. OK, don't, don't get in trouble. Don't say anything that's going to get you in trouble. Uh, All right. Just say things have got to happen. The jigsaw's got to fit into place. Yes. There are a few missing pieces. Okay. All right, Jerry. Listen. Thank you very much for letting me come last night. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. We were, nice to see you. It was nice to have you there. It was not letting you come. It was it was get working out the logistics, but it all fell into place. Everyone sees. sees uh, that was my that's my day in, in two hours. Just one hour and all right. Next hour I'm stuck. That's my day. That's that's my day. All right. All right, Jerry. Listen, we'll speak to you later on, man. Up your bum. Up, up your bum. <laughs> I think you're fine, young man. Um, they were great, the St. John Ambulance people. They were just wonderful. Yeah, they were good, weren't they? They, they were, were really nice. caring. They had the picture taken with Jerry. They felt, it felt like they 
there was kindness there, and they went yeah. above and beyond. Yeah, Good and, job. and um, there was a bloke and a woman, and the bloke treated um, Dom's girlfriend, one of the audience. Yeah, she hurt herself or something, so yeah, he, he went and patched her up. Josh and Carol, that's what their names. Josh were. and Carol. Well, thank you, Josh and Carol. It was very, very nice to uh, meet you. You d- you've done good work. Uh, we were pleased to have you there, and um, and that's life. That, that is life. That is what life is all about. Um, a dentist ordered five hundred promotional leaflets for her surgery, but was sent a box of adverts for a porn star. Oh wow. Dr. Rebecca Stevenson, 44, screamed in shock, come on, and had to warn her teenage son to look away. (laughs) Following the Vista print, oh, that's where we got our cards from, mix-up. The mum of two had designed 500 leaflets to inform potential clients about Botox and dermal fillers. What's dermal fillers? That's um, the thing that sort of smooths out your wrinkles. You sort of pops, that she plans to offer in Somerset. But she's a, she's a dentist. How strange. The dentists start doing that crap now. Jeez. Instead, she was sent ads for Italian porn star, porn star Miss Mina, showing women and couples in various sexual positions. Stunned, Dr. Stevenson said they were offering ser- services for things I'd never heard of. My son was there when I opened the box. I said, don't look, avert your eyes. <laughs> but Vistaprint was so dismissive. When I asked what I should do with the porn leaflets, they said, bin them. That isn't something I want to put out with my recycling. I'll grow up. What, you're going to be judged on your rubbish? I'll grow up. If you, if you listen, also, if it's something you being that you're worried that someone might see, you wrap it up in a plastic bag and tie it up. Just leave it in the box. Grow up. Dr. Stevenson, who runs Rebecca's... Facial aesthetics was later given a full sixty-six pounds ten pence refund without any explanation or apology to her or her son Alexander, thirteen. I bet Alexander had the time of his life. I'll take the bins out, Mum. I'll do the bins, Mum. <laughs> Vista Prince said it was due to a labelling error, adding, "We're deeply sorry for any dis." I mean, in the great sk- she got her money back. She's got a nice big plug in the sun. nice plug for uh, uh, play in the great. Scheme of things. Oh, here we go. Um, Craig says, did the opener singing lady turn up on Saturday night? Oh, no, she didn't. Funny you should ask. Funny you should ask. So we had a, a do you remember, some of you will remember, right, that um, a singer who worked up sort of in, where's Manchester, Northwest? She was working in Blackpool, wasn't right. she? Um, phoned us up one day on the uh, on the way home from a gig and we said, oh, do you want to come and open up for us yeah and she was what? really touched and excited Re- really you want me to yeah yeah come and do two or three songs for us we'll give you a plug you can yeah. get, go we'll give you a couple of free tickets we got talking about song choices and stuff because um really? she was kind of me? sick of having to sing the crowd pleasers <gasps> there were some songs that she never gets to sing that she enjoys singing for herself so it was like this is her opportunity to do that yeah and so um, we she mentioned we, we we chatted on facebook this is a couple of months ago we chatted on facebook and stuff and then i uh, and it was kind of all around. He said, look, you just turn up, name me on the door, send us uh, the songs that you want. So we've got the files and we'll play them and you get up and sing two or three songs and we'll have a laugh. And then I'd forgotten about it until sort of Saturday and I, I couldn't remember her name and I couldn't find her comments on Facebook. So um, we posted online. I don't remember who was supposed to come and open for the show tonight. And then she got in touch on Twitter and went, was it me? And I went, yeah, yeah, it was. Right, yeah. I can't make it 
tonight. I've had a lousy weekend. This was on Saturday afternoon, six o'clock. Right, the show starts at eight. Half six. Show starts at eight. I've had a lousy weekend, so I'm on the booze. Um, I hope, I hope you find someone good to replace me. Soz. I went, oh, noted. Right, a little bit peeved. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. We did the show and the show was great, but a little bit peeved. And I thought, well, she's had a bad weekend. Bad Saturday. And that's, oh, let me have a look at her feed. Oh, she's been watching football all afternoon and she's pissed. Right. Okay. Okay. You know, if that's the case, then just say, just say it. The thing was as well, it was the mention of the replacement. There wasn't going to be a replacement. We're not we, get were a replacement. Do- we were doing it to do something nice for her. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was just, I, I was, I was, um, I was disappointed. I was disappointed by the sort of. I, I don't want to speak ill of her. She didn't let us down massively. You know, we went out. We did a first half was um, about an hour and a half long. We did for the first half, um, but I just thought uh, it's things like that. And we had a lad in the other week come and sit in on the show because he needed, he, you know, he wants to get into radio and stuff like that. Big fan of the show. I spoke to him briefly. He'd never listened to the show. Is this what the show's normally like then? I thought you were a big fan of it, you know. And it just, it's just, it's, so incidents like, he's, he's never listened before. And then, then his flatmate phoned up, who I thought was thoroughly, thoroughly rude. Not the gentleman's fault at all, but I just thought he's rude. And so that kind of turned me off him, you know. I, I just... So things like that, and then things like this singer that make you think, what's the point of, what's the point of offering a helping hand to someone? We're in a very privileged position. We get paid to do what we love doing. You know, this isn't a real job, and and I've always wanted to try and help others out a little bit, spread a little bit of the love. But the last two times we've done it with this singer and with that guy last week, you just think, what's the point? What's the point really? If that's if they're not going to turn up or they're not really going to show much of an interest and they're not really a fan and all of that stuff. Really disappointing. Yeah. That's what it is. It's disappointing. Or disappointing. It's bad because it makes you kind of cynical about the next person that comes along and it's totally not their fault. Well, I'm probably not going to do it again. I'm probably not going to do it again because you think, well, you really going to turn up? you really a fan? There's a reason why it, it, it's largely you and me doing stuff, right? Because we can rely on each other. Yeah, yeah. So, so Craig, there's the answer to the question. No, and it was disappointing. Uh, right, we've got another hour of this nonsense to go. In the next hour, we've got Remy Nicole from Los Angeles, California, and America, the United States of America. We'll have a nice chat with her. Um, 0344 0344. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You give us a call. You'll speak to James. He'll take your name and number and give you a call back. This is The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
That'll do, wouldn't it? That's all right, isn't it? I like some of that. Uh, I'm thrilled to say we've got Remy Nicole on the line, live from Los Angeles, California. Hey, Remy, how you doing? How are you? Uh, Oh, hang on. What's going on there? Oh, that's another video of you popping up. I'm good. How are you doing? Yes, very well, thank you. Can I ask, how now, because did you grow up in Finsbury Park? Holloway. Holloway, okay. How the hell have you ended up in Los Angeles, man? You know, some people do make it out the hood, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and how's it, how's it going over there? It's all right, you know. It's, it's warm, and that's really the main reason I'm here. Shut up, man. Not, not just for the warmth, really? I mean, it started off, I came for my career, for music and stuff, and then, you know, it got really nice and food was readily available in copious amounts for cheap. And then everything was great. And then it all just went wrong. And now it's more expensive here than London, if you can believe it. I feel rich when I come back to London, actually. No way. That's the, the, the in hardly... Waitrose. I feel w- rich in Waitrose. <laughs> Waitrose. Very few people say that about coming to London. London's well expensive. Um, I know, but you here's worse. Trust me. Okay. All right. But they they have they. We all know the Americans love big portions. Mm. I'm a bit. I'm a, I prefer New York over LA. I, I always feel uncomfortable in LA. That, but LA is healthier than New York, isn't it? The portions aren't quite as as um, well, dripping in this fat. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. When I first came, I was fed this dream of huge portions yeah. for half the price, but now it's just like minuscule bits of lettuce. Yeah, you, you're for on like the, fifty dollars. You're on the wrong coast. You're, you're getting ripped off. You're getting scammed. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, Remy. We love you on our show. And we use, oh, thank you. oh, we do, we think you're brilliant. And we play rock and roll kind of at least two or three times a week. We we use it as one of our unofficial uh, uh, theme tunes. And I know that was, I mean, what year was that? Was that like 2009 or something? Yes, and I want to thank you for that two or three times a week. Cause I'm getting like 17 <laughs> quid in like royalty checks every month. And it really helps with, these, with this lettuce that I'm eating. <laughs> so it's our pleasure to um, help the struggling, starving artists <laughs> around the world. Yeah, it was about 2007, wasn't it? Right. I don't know. You tell me. You know all this. And I don't know how I came across it because it was a hit, but it was, it was not the biggest hit, was it? it, it did it get in the top 40? Oh, hit me where it hurts. Oh, mate, uh, I'm sorry. No, it didn't. <laughs> I think it went to about 50-something. No! It was one of those things, it was like, all hype and no trousers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where I heard it, but I remember seeing the video, and I thought the video was funny, I thought the song was great, and the song's got jokes in it that's, that, that, you know, 12 years later stand the test of time. Um, but was that kind of the end of phase one of your music career? Because you, you, the, the stuff you've got out now, the song we, we played just then, Just Kids, this is, am I right? This is like your first release in about 10 years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did do another album after the rock and roll album um, called Cupid Shoot Me. But, uh, yeah, you never heard of it, so. <laughs> oh, mate. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. I don't... Um, but you know what? It's all good. I don't make music to, you know, be famous or to be to everyone in the world to hear it. I make music for myself. And if people hear it from then and love it like you did with rock and roll, yeah. then that's just an added 
added bonus. Yeah. Today. Um. So all right. So you went to LA. I'm assuming. And, and well, I know you've been you've been doing some acting and stuff. How is some acting? This had the meaning. You've been yeah. doing you've been doing some <laughs> acting, young lady. Well done. You should be very proud of yourself. <laughs> uh, what kind of, What kind of stuff have you been doing over there? Has the work been steady? Um, no, it hasn't been steady because, you know, nothing creative is, Yeah. but it's been good. Like, because the thing about moving to LA is when I was in London, I was in a particular, uh, part of my life where things were a bit crazy. Things were a bit messy and moving to LA just gave me a lot of clarity. Like I kind of grew up a lot here and I kind of like got to know myself, uh, a lot better. And so I'm like probably the happiest I've ever been in my life now. Oh, brilliant. Because I just concentrate on the things I want to do and things I love for kind of not to try, like I said, not for anything else, but because I want to do them. So some of the stuff I do, you know, I've done a couple of commercials, which were obviously uh, financially great, but not, you know, not like the ideal thing. Like I did a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, don't eat donuts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah some things were like that but then i'm also like making my own films and doing some other really cool stuff like that and making music again so that la gives you the opportunity to do loads of different things and that's what i like and but the thing with adverts listen we've all done jobs where it's kind of like you know you're touching the devil's dick you do it because it pays really well but but inside um and maybe you weren't doing this with duncan but inside you're kind of sh- you're shriveling up because there is no artistic integrity you're just doing it because you get a paycheck which then allows you to actually indulge the more artistic stuff that you want to do because you've got a few quid in the bank yeah that can happen um i feel really really blessed as an artist because i've never actually had to uh what did you say? Touch the devil's dick. Yeah, that's yeah. I, uh, I was going to say suck, but I thought that was too that was too much. So I've just gone for touch. <laughs> I've not had to do either, so I feel pretty blessed about that. Uh, but um, because you know, even though I didn't have huge commercial success with the the first couple of albums, I did um, I did manage to earn enough money to right. buy a house and make some decent investments that have sustained me now that I can still do creative stuff. Yeah. So I know that that for me is like success, you know? Yeah. A lot of artists have to go and work in, uh, you know, like doing shit jobs they don't want to do. Yeah. And I thankfully don't have to do that. So that's why I, you know, I'm happy because I get to do whatever I want without having to touch any dicks. <laughs> uh, unless unless you choose to as you know let's not go down that route right so um the new <laughs> the new single just kids that that that's out yeah. now is that out now i think it is that is out now yeah it just came out on friday and is the, i'm assuming there's going to be an album Are you doing an, is there an album coming out well you know these days i sound old now i am quite old these days, you don't have to, like, you can do what you want. So I'm just doing, sing- I think I'm going to do an EP. I'm doing right. single by single. Okay. I'm collaborating with different people, like friends, doing, like, cool videos. Like this video, actually, I did with my husband. And we've got a little boy um, who's two now. Oh, wow. And he was just there, like, toddling around. Like, just all very chill and fun. Yeah. And uh, just, yeah. So the next song, I do have another one in the pipeline that's coming out in about six weeks. And are you so? So you're doing? Are you doing this all yourself? Then is there a label involved, or is it like a family production team? What's, what's the deal? 
Well, I'm doing it myself. I co-produced all the songs with a guy I met out here when I was doing songwriting called Adam, um, who's been so supportive and just like loves what I do. And so we just collaborate together. I, you know, I had a label, I had publishers, I had all of that stuff. And, you know, it, you didn't hear about my second album. So yeah. there's, sometimes they can do great and sometimes they can't. So I'd rather not get into that yeah. right now yeah. um, when I can do it myself. And like, obviously with like Spotify and all these like streaming services, you can get music out on social media, although I'm terrible at social media. But this time it just feels more natural, it feels more organic. It's just fun. You, your little boy, you say you've got a little boy? I do. Two years old. Now, I can't, my boys are seven and nine, so I can't remember. Are they talk, they're talking at two, aren't they? Unfortunately, he's just started talking, yeah. and he doesn't stop. <laughs> and so, it's got to the point where, like, it's so cute, but now he's, like, grasping me up for things, and I'm just Mate. a bit like, excuse yeah. me. I gave birth to you, like, I left the dog in the car wash the other day, <laughs> I'd had three hours sleep, and I rushed off, and I forgot the dog, okay? It was yeah. one of the worst things I've ever done. Yeah. I deeply regret it, and my kid will not stop telling people about it. <laughs> <laughs> and he can, keeps bringing it up. And is he doing it in an American accent? No, can you believe it? Oh, is he, is he, does he sound London? He's very English, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's clever. Oh, that's clever. I well know. done for that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really proud of that. My boys won't lie, right? My boys won't lie. My, my, um, we wanted to go on a ride at a fairground that was for eight and above. And I said to my seven-year-old, right, <laughs> you're going to pretend you're eight. He said, why? I said, so we can get on the ride. He's a tall lad, so he looks older. And he said, well, no, I can't do that. Lies are bad. I said, well, right. And then I was in a real ethical problem, Remy, because, yeah, <laughs> lies are bad, but this, this, otherwise we couldn't get on, and I, and in the end we didn't go on the ride, because he, <laughs> he wouldn't lie. I mean, that's annoying though, isn't it? That is annoying, man. There's, there's nothing you can do about <laughs> what it. I mean, about kids. <laughs> um, I, can I've, I just say to you quickly? Yeah, go on. Quickly. I just, I just want to say, like, I cannot believe that you went on I'm a Celeb, because oh. that, for me, is the most heroic thing anyone can do in life. Shut up. You're the most heroic. If I see a spider, yeah. like, a hundred feet from me, yeah. I, I literally go into a panic mode. I, I mean, I think it's heroic. I, really I, so. I hate spiders, right? And I knew I was going to do it for a couple of months. So I would train myself to be... Because I would normally just go and crush a spider with a book and throw it out the window. But so I would train myself by going up to spiders in the bathroom and go and saying out loud, you cannot hurt me, you are just a spider. And I would pick them up by their toes and then throw them out the window. Wow. So I trained myself, Remy. I did it because I, I, I needed the money. That's the only reason. You know, we talk about touching the devil's dick. That was a full-on... Um, you know, yeah. brought him to completion there, but that was because I ne I was getting divorced. I needed a big check, um, and I did it. But also, my kids, my kids, what are you doing? <laughs> it's not me. I'm I'm in a cafe and they're like doing something. I don't know. Why. This is it. We find out she's not. She's she's actually cleaning dishes <laughs> yeah. in a. It's all a sham. 
<laughs> Remy Nicole is in LA cleaning dishes, kids. Cover blown. Cover blown. Well, thank you very much. I had, I, I kind of enjoyed some of it, and my kids, my kids did think I was a hero for about two minutes, so it was worth it. Um, so why, after ten years, what was, what was, what was the vibe that, that kind of got you back into recording and writing? Again, it was this kid. Like after I had my son, like I, you must know this as a parent, like. I realised that everything was irrelevant and that yeah. nothing mattered. <laughs> like, not in a, you know, like, obviously life matters and whatever, whatever. But it was just like, why aren't I doing this? And there were reasons before I realised I wasn't doing it because I was, like, embarrassed or scared or, like, you know, I fa- I'm a failed artist. I got dropped from a label. Like, you know, you do feel a bit shitty about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then... But I've never, ever put it down. Like, I've always been making music. I was doing songwriting out here for a while. I'm always, like, writing songs. And then it's just like, why wasn't I ever sharing them? And one day I was just kind of playing around uh, with some songs while I was in a session. And this guy was like, oh, you know, these songs are really great. Have you ever thought about doing anything? I was like, "Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Then I got pregnant. And then I was like, nah. And then as soon as I, like, literally started thinking I'm going to have a kid I was like I don't want like my kid to grow up and like me be someone who's never done what they want me to do or been scared of failure because how am I going to teach him not to be that person you know so I got the wheels back in motion and as soon as I popped him out I got going and (laughs) here I am (laughs) oh I love you I love you honestly I think you're brilliant and I'm flipping love the attitude, Catherine. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. this is I know, and it ties in with a lot of our things. Hi, Remy. When you were talking there about you know oh, yeah. when, when you have your, your your first kid, I completely get that. All of a sudden, it kind of puts a, a fire in your belly that wasn't there before because you go right. This is crunch time. It's not just about me anymore. I've got to show this kid what's yeah, exactly. what. <laughs> and it's like, so what if you know it doesn't go to number one, or so what if it doesn't? If I don't get five million likes, does it? change the song does it change the fact that the song's good does it change the fact that i liked making it no yeah and i needed to practice that before i preached it to my kids you know yeah you're right um are you gonna do any shows are you gonna ever come back over here and do some shows or is that just not part of the plan at the moment no i'd love to uh look this is what's happening i'm gonna put this, this song's out now yeah um, I'm going to put another one out in a couple of weeks leading up to an EP. I actually made a short film with another friend over here about like being a being an artist and the process of songwriting and I'm going to do a screening of that with the release uh, later on in the year, like hopefully end of summer with the release of the EP. So I'll definitely invite you guys because I'm going to do a screening in London. Oh, and, and I'm going to do one. Remy, if you do, man, if you do, let us know because we will we will plug the hell out of it. You'd be welcome to. We'd, I'd oh, love to come. You. You'd be welcome to come in the studio if you ever wanted to. If you wanted to sing or just wanted to come and chat or just if you just wanted us to look after your kid for a couple of hours while you went off and had a meal. Do you know what we oh do that God. for you? Yes, service. This <laughs> is it. All right. Brilliant. I, I love it. Thank uh, you listen, so much. no, thank you so much. Uh, the the new single is called Just Kids. It's on you know iTunes and all the places that you buy songs, Spotify and all of that stuff. It's it's brilliant. Um, listen, keep yeah. in touch, man. You're welcome on any time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Remy. Uh, nice to talk to you. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Good night. Bye bye. She's brilliant. Yeah. Oh. She's just as, as Remy Nicole there, dear listener. She's just as she's more brilliant than I was expecting. What an attitude. I love it. It's that whole thing of uh, 
if it fails, it fails. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And there is something about having that first kid to, that, that does that. You think, right, this is crunch time. This is a, a milestone for me. So what am I going to do from here on out? I'm so glad she got back to it. Yeah, I, I, um, I, uh, I enjoyed talking to her a lot. Well, it's like we, the other day when we were talking to Noel, Noel Sullivan about how, you know, the record industry can leave you feeling like you're not relevant anymore, whatever yep. that means, you know, that you're not any good, you're not as good as you thought you were, and they can do it without you and all that stuff. Yeah, they can, but you can do stuff without them too. And, yeah. you know, the social media and, and, and being able to release your own music these days has freed up a lot of people. If your priority is making music rather than making money, yeah, there are avenues available. Um, speaking of, of um, Dennis LaCorrier, friend of the show, personal friend of mine, I'm proud to say, the lead singer with Dr. Hook, um, he, he's, he's not very well at the moment. He's not very well. Um, and he's really frustrated because he's recorded like the first Dr. Hook album in years right, for the 50th anniversary. And he's frustrated because he had a big tour plan to go out and promote it. And he doesn't know when he's going to be able to go back on tour because he's, he's got problems with his, uh, his kidneys, um, which, they, which they're, they're, they're working on and they'll sort out. But it just kind of scuppers his plans. And so he, he sent me a copy of the album. Right. And I'm always I'm always nervous you know, when you get an album from, from someone that you like or a friend and you think, oh, geez. Yeah, what if it's awful? And when your friend is going, it's the best thing I've ever done. You go, oh, I'll be the, I'll be the judge of that. And I, I, I put it in the car. Oh, it's the best thing he's ever done. It's, it's incredible. Who'd have thought in 2019 there'd be an incredible, credible Dr. Hook new album? It's great. It's brilliant. And I'm, I don't think I'm allowed to play any of it. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to play any of it because I really, I was in the car going, this is amazing, man. Um, but as soon as he gets, gets better and gets back on his feet, man, we're going to milk that album. We'll get him in with a guitar to play some songs because it's great. And he's nearly 70, 70 this year at some point. I can't remember when. And the voice is amazing. Yeah, it's a little bit gruffer. It's a little bit gruffer, but it's still incredible. And the songs are just, um, just superb. Anyway, thank you, Remy Nicole. 0344 499 1000. The switchboard is empty. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um... Uh, David says, uh, did I miss the author talking about Rick Moranis? No, David, it's next week. I got the date wrong. It's next uh, Monday. Um, just r- looking up Romeo Nicole, she was 26 when she got dropped by the record label. You know, imagine 20, 26 years old. Yeah, it's not worked out. Okay, th- thanks very much for your time. Bye. Uh, obviously made a few quid on the first album. Yeah. She talked about, you know, being sensible, buying buying property and stuff. Good for her. Well done fact that that's kept her in good stead now that was i mean that was 2007 when i guess there was still a bit of money floating around music but um yeah 26 being told you're done yeah well thank god she can take her talent with her yeah yeah i like i like her like her a lot yeah um just writing her a message to say she's got an open invitation anytime brink come in oh she's gonna do a screening of of a a film in later in the year oh we're there oh wait oh wow Last 30 minutes of the show, dear listener. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number if you uh, want to give us a call. Boyley, hit me with it. Yeah, all right. What about this? Um, 
This guy, a penniless care worker, 31, inherits, inherits one of um, Britain's finest National Trust stately homes. Have you ever heard, heard about this guy? What? A care worker has inherited one of Britain's finest country estates after a DNA test proved he was the illegitimate son of the aristocratic owner who died there. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is like something from a Dickens novel. Jordan Adlard Rogers from Helston, Cornwall, has moved into the lavish 1536-acre... Sorry, 15... Come on. 1,536 acre. But I thought it was going to say 1536 when it was bought, uh, when, it was, when it was built. Uh, 1,536 acre National Trust Penrose Estate after the death of 62-year-old Charles Rogers. Well, it sounds like a good deal, but that thing is going to cost a fortune Absolutely. to maintain. Absolutely, because I once went over to Nebworth to meet the family that, that own and run that place, and they kind of live in... Like a little apartments off the side. You can't live in the whole thing. It's no, because like... they have Neil Diamond doing concerts there, don't they? <laughs> they do have Neil Diamond doing concerts and, there. And Robbie Williams. Yeah, and Oasis. Yeah. He told me this brilliant story. Henry Lytton Cobbold, his name was, is. Uh, he told me this great story about how uh, Noel Gallagher was in the bath and his dad, and Henry Lytton Cobbold's dad, the bloke who owned the place, yeah. took him a cup of tea and a slice of toast while he was in the bath. Yeah. And, and this guy always wears his carpet slippers. Yeah. You know, posh posh guy who lives in a rambling country estate. What do you, what do you mean estate. carpet slippers? Slippers, slippers yeah. Why do, what, what's a carpet slippers? That's what posh people call slippers. Why? Because uh, slippers can also mean like, you know, your um, ruby slippers. Anyway. Sli- slippers is slippers. So, yeah. He, so he padded in there with his slippers on and gave uh, Noel a um, cup of tea and some toast. And Noel Gallagher was, afterwards was saying to everyone that the butler had been in to see him. He was like, no, that's the bloke that owns the place. Anyway, so... Well, I can understand. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Mm-hmm. Please don't... I, I'm not a great fan of Noel Gallagher, but let's not use this as an opportunity to knock him. I wasn't knocking him. But, but I thought just it was delightful. In, just bear in mind, Perda. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what, you would, of course you'd think it was the butler. Well... Of course you would think... But they don't- you bring me a cup of tea and I think you're a butler. Mm. Jeeves. Flipping it. Yeah. Community support worker. So just, just put the knives, sheathe your sword the when it comes to Gallagher out. for that. The knife wasn't out. I thought it was delightful. And the thing is, they don't live large, is what I'm saying to you. The guy sort of runs his own no, house. No, that was... Who was the pervert? What? Who was the dirty one? Which? The dirty lord that would have it off all the time. In oh, sil- the one with the wifelets? Um, um, Marcus of Bath. Yeah, dirty bugger, isn't he? Lions everywhere. And a, and just horny all the time. Yeah, is I'd, he still alive? I think he, I should probably stop saying that then. But <laughs> no, he, he's he the was one like put the, that story about. He was he? like the the string fellow of um, um, National Trust. Yeah, except he looked like Twitchy the Tramp. Yeah. Okay. All Let's right. have a look. Hang on. Being very offensive in your. I'm, um, not, I'm sure he would appreciate it. He, I would get away with it. Uh, yeah, because he'd want to. He'd want to have it off with I you. Know, I could be the next wife of Bath. Let's find out whether he's still about with his wife. I don't think he is, actually. Oh, yes, he... Yes, he is. Well, and he lives in London. So, good day to you, sir. Good day to you, your lordship. (laughs) Uh, May your blessings be uh, bountiful and peace be bestowed upon thee from us... us, uh, plebs, plebs who are not worthy to lick the mud from your shoes, your from your mud from your carpet slippers that would be on there when you've tippy-toed out of the manor to the gardener's <gasps> wife's shed 
at midnight for some rumpy pumpy yeah, begging, with her. Begging your pardon, sir. Begging don't, your pardon, sir. Don't Thousand apologies. <laughs> so you he, keep you keep at it, sir. You do a great job. The community support worker had suspicions the aristocrat was his father from the age of eight, but a DNA test was not carried he, out because he kept walking around in a top hat smoking <laughs> a pipe. <laughs> a DNA test wasn't carried out until Charles's death twenty-three years later. So despite his father offering to complete a DNA test when he was younger, it didn't happen. And when Jordan was 18, he was told to go through a solicitor. Yeah. But when Charles was found dead in his car on the estate in August 2018... Then this fella just went in and just cut off a finger for, for the fin- fingerprint DNA. The test was finally carried out and confirmed they were related. And with Charles's mother and brother also having passed away, Jordan was left as heir to the grand estate. He's now moved in and he's immersing his, himself he in his new way of life. is screwed. He is screwed. He is not going to be able to keep up the payments. I don't know about that. Go on. He says, uh, I don't need to work anymore, so I want to set up a charity and help the Port Leven and Helston communities. I've been at the point of worrying about the next bill and I've had a tough start in life, but now I want to help people. It's a nice idea. I'm not going to forget where I came from. No. Listen, listen, son. It's a nice idea. It ain't going to work. You are in trouble oh flipping it they didn't need a dna test look you could they look exactly the same look well, that's the father yeah all right um, and this is and this is the guy who's just inherited so what doesn't prove anything well they doesn't like, they look like it doesn't other. prove anything but at all but there's a thing doesn't prove anything hey can we um can we phone my friend up in america which friend? Uh, Ryan Brady. Okay. From the uh, Paul McCartney podcast. He's just um, messaged me. And... Uh, five, five, three. Eight, uh, uh, um, okay, yeah. He works... He's like big, big wig when it comes to music. What's he going to say? Hello? Hey, yes. Is that Ryan... This is? Yeah, hi, my name is uh, Joe Walsh Jr. I'm not related to Joe Walsh, the guitarist, but I'm a struggling uh-huh. musician, and I, I believe that I'd really like to get my CD to you of my tunes. Huh, yeah, sure. I mean, how'd you find me? I'm, that's, I mean, that's the first question. Uh, well, I, I, let's just say uh, uh, the Internet is, is my friend. Right, and right, right, I, right, right. I would like to get my CD of songs over to you. Um, I think you like them, and I really think that we can make a million dollars. A million dollars, huh? Ten million dollars. <laughs> hey, Ryan, it's Ten? Ian. Ryan, it's Ian. How you doing, man? <laughs> How you doing? You're, you're on the air. So... You got me. Yes, man. You got me. Because I did. Oh, you, my God. I'm, 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 we heard your here. puzzled but polite voice then. <laughs> Oh, you my. Are... I was like, oh, no, did something leak out? Is my information out there? Have nope, I done it to myself? I have myself in. We have literally just tweeted your phone number, though, so you will be getting... No, we haven't. <laughs> but you were... That, but you are on the air. You were very polite then. Um, okay, first question. How did you get my number? <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? Oh, could you imagine if I had been just like, oh, get out of here? You no, know, yeah, I can imagine. Very That's... impolite. I was heading, my hand was over the dump button. For those who don't remember, this is uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Brady, friend of the show. He ho- co-hosts uh, the Take It Away podcast, the Paul McCartney podcast, which is just a delight and is a joy. And there's a new one that came out 
last week where I've never heard two men uh, dissect uh, eight different versions of my love. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet, you like still, that, right? Uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. And there's a great, there's a great bit where, um, let, let me, let me, uh, hang on, let me just find this. Hang on a minute. Paul McCartney, um, coming up live so there's a bit where uh, at the end of cup of this oh song oh my goodness you've no I, okay continue sorry let, let me ahead. just let me just play this because kath will, will find it hilarious I, I didn't know what it was i had to listen to it right uh-huh. but they they, they, they they both two american gentlemen ryan and chris who are it's such a good podcast i love it and, and this this ribbing is is done with so much love and they say well at the end of at, at the end of coming up he says something paul mccartney says something like um <laughs> lubba dubber Lubber. I don't know what it, if anyone knows. And so I listened to it. This is what Paul McCartney says at the end of the Any British person will get this straight away. Coming up. Oh, no, it fades out. What? No, it fades out. At the, at, the, uh, at the very, very end, he shouts out Kenny Dalgleish. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what that is. <laughs> what that is. <laughs> what that is. It's one of our leading no, no, no. sports heroes. We put that out, and I, I tell you, you know, we get emails. Emails trickle in, comments trickle in. I have gotten maybe over a hundred emails, everybody telling me exactly who that is. Famous footballer, you know, and it's just I, I, oh, I, another t- ten emails about the same thing. Thank you so much, everybody. I texted Ryan. I said, Ryan, just let you know, it's Kenny Dalgleish. He went, yeah, you're the 123rd person to message me today. <laughs> hey, next time you're in a pub quiz, if they have that kind of thing over there and they ask you to name any yeah. footballer who once played for Liverpool, you've got Kenny Dalgleish down, right? <laughs> you're right, you're right. I've got one. I have one answer. <laughs> hey, listen, man. How's how's? Uh, I hope you don't mind us calling from you know for the show. Like I said, we 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 just spoke to a brilliant singer who's from Britain but lives in LA, a woman called Remy yeah. Nicole, and uh, uh-huh. we just thought we'd you message me, and I just thought I'd phone up and say hi and, and see how life is going. Now you're you know. Big. Oh no, I really appreciate it. I'm I always love calling in to you, both of you. It's so exciting. I never and, and you know my heart has stopped pounding out of my chest now, and I thought I, thought I was. First, I thought I had to talk down some, you know, because we do get calls like that, and they do. rarely get get to me anymore. I was like, oh no, what is this? Me, you, me? Those that know, you work for Atlantic Records, don't you? You know, the big, yes, the big company. Um, so yeah, I'm sure people do. Uh, hey, my American accent was convincing for the first time. I mean, it was a hundred percent convincing. <laughs> I was like, thank, wow. Thank you, lucky stars. That America is a big place because some people talk <laughs> weird there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. But is everything well, so what, weird here too? <laughs> so what? So what are you? What, what are you doing? What, this, this precise moment in time. What can you see, and what are you working on? I am. What was I doing? I was. I was building a marketing plan for an artist, a developing artist here, and I, you know, I'm looking out into the middle of the office here. I see people, artists walking around. None that I recognize. I think that's a rapper right there. I just saw our head of HR. It's high activity here because we moved downtown. Yeah. And I can't, I'm not going to give the address out, obviously, on air, but (laughs) we moved downtown, and so they put Warner Chapel, Warner Brothers Records, Atlantic, all of the labels into one building. Rhino, so we're all here, and it's just madness now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are are people still buying records? They buy vinyl. But not, because everyone says, oh, there's a big vinyl revival, but it's still not what it was... 
20, no. 30 years ago, is it? I mean, it's, it's had no, a, no, an no. increase, but it's not massive. No, no, it's, I mean, the minimum vinyl runs about 2,500, if you want to do it. I mean, if you want to talk shop for a little bit. Yeah, go on. So if I, if, if I want to get 500 vinyl or less made, the label would be like, no way, you can't do it. But, you know, they're not printing up tens of thousands of yeah. these things. You know, it's almost like a piece of merch for people. Yeah. It's, it's all streaming, man. And there's a, there's a meeting every week, and we just talk about how many streams did the artist get. And I don't want to blow it on air, but the dollar amount is so small. It's yeah. like half a cent per stream yeah. <laughs> that just gets generated. And how much of that gets back to the artist? It's tiny. Uh, here's, so you, you, you know, I, I do, I've got a small record label with my friend Glenn, and we're going to talk about stuff later on, at a later date. In fact, I, I yes. found some exciting news. I won't say it on air, but found out some exciting news that me and Ryan and Glenn... Oh, very, very, very exciting. Yeah, we shouldn't say it now, no, but no, when we have something no, to announce, it's going to be amazing. We might be working together on a little what? project. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, you talk about the runs. We do, we do runs of generally of about 500 vinyl maybe 800 and we made a mistake of pressing a thousand once and we've got like oh no we've got like 10 got garage boxes, full got a garage full of an album and we got a it, lot of expensive coasters yeah oh, man alive isn't it expensive but you're having fun though you enjoy you really enjoy it. you love music which is why you're doing that which is why you do the 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 brilliant take it away podcast you genuinely love music Oh, I love music. I love being a part of it. Artists, creative people. You know, to be able to work with a team of people or even a, even one other person and to create nothing. Yeah. Excuse me. To create something out of nothing. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, and where, you got, when did you get married, man? I, this is, sorry, this is stuff that I've been meaning to ask you for ages, but you got married recently. Is, right. is, you, you, are you digging it? Are you loving it? Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I love being married, and I have the best lady, Annabelle. You know, we got married in September, September 14th. It was last year. Yeah. And, you know, we, we did it quick, but we're working on her green card right now, you know, because she's in the United States. And once that's all through, have a little party, probably go to England, maybe London, and, you know, have a little dinner. So you, you've got to come. Dude, we have great restaurant we've got over here in London. And you should. this is where you should go for dinner. Nando's? Is it Nando's? It, it's a Nando's. Yeah, man. That peri-peri chicken <laughs> is incredible. And I would, it would be my honor to buy you and your young bride. <laughs> wow, are you sure you can Nando's? afford that? Yes, I can. My treats. <laughs> you can have one All side. All you guys have at Nando's. Amazing. <laughs> Nando's is incredible, you know, it's an, it's an amazing restaurant. Um, the podcast, the Take It Away podcast, you've kind of done pretty much all of the Paul McCartney albums. You've not done Kisses yeah. on the Bottom, which I'm, I'm grateful for, because I've got absolutely no interest in that ridiculous album whatsoever. Mm, okay. um, is, is, the end, is the end coming in sight for that podcast? You know, the end of this season is coming in sight. We have, I mean, I can say it on air with you. So we have another episode we'll record in a couple of weeks on the covers. All of these oh, songs yeah. McCartney has covered. And I'm working on the playlist now. I love a lot of these songs that he's played from. I mean, Love is Strange yeah. and all the things he's done live. I mean, we can get to that in the show. And then, of course, we have to do Egypt Station. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course you've not done that yet, yeah. You know, and because the big deluxe thing just came out. Have you heard those 
bonus tracks yet? Do you know I haven't? But this is this is how weird my life is at the moment, Ryan. I, I just started doing a jigsaw. I'm, I'm into jigsaws now. Me and Kath are into jigsaws, and okay. we, we've both got a thousand pieces going. What's your jigsaw, Kath? Mine is a, a cheeky kitten, my, um, and there's a lot of beige <laughs> around the outside. It's like lying in some sheepskin, which was a big mistake. I should have got something more elaborate. Yeah. And mine is like a, a yeah. yellow submarine psychedelic thing. And I tweeted this jigsaw, right? And then yeah. I got a reply from someone who follows me and who's been a guest on the show, a young, a young man by the name of Mike McCartney, going, and he calls oh, me La. He goes, hey, La, if you like that, you'd love what's in my Egypt Station deluxe box. And so I jokingly <laughs> said, oh, give us a lens, give us a lens. Um, but yeah. the, 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 I've not heard it. But the fact that Paul McCartney's brother tweets us, Quite often yeah, to the point does. of, I'm thinking I might actually He's mute him. He's a bit him. of a pain in the neck, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> he, t- he, t- he tweeted me about the Egypt Station Deluxe Box. It's a weird world. Have you spoken to Mike yet? Have you had Mike McCartney I on? Haven't. I haven't. I would love to. I He followed me on something, whether it was Facebook or Twitter. I reached out, but I haven't heard back. I would love to talk to Mike. Because he has the McGear coming out yeah. in June, right? And, he, and here's the thing. When he came in, I think you might have heard it, but when he came in... We weren't going to talk about Paul. We weren't going to mention it, but he yeah. he brought him yeah, up within the away. first five minutes. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I, if, if you want, I can introduce you guys online, and um, you know, or I can put. Please, in a are you kidding me? Would you I'm be a, up for that? Look, am I a fan of Paul McCartney? Of course I am. But am I a fan of Mike McCartney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, all right. His whole scaff with scaffold, right? Yeah. That project and oh, it's incredible. Like, uh, yeah, I absolutely will. Uh, in up. that case, I will. I will pop it. I put in a little word because he's a good man, and um, and you know, I, I think you two will get on. He's funny and he's a chatterbox. He's, You're going to really hit it. He off. doesn't shut up, man. It's, but it's, <laughs> I think you two will get on. I will send him a little. He's uh, listening right now. <laughs> he does listen from time to time. I will send yeah. him uh, a little cheeky message. Um, and also, I, d- I don't know if you're aware, there's, j- just to flag this up, because I, I listened to the first episode of it, there's a new Beatles mm-hmm. pod, as if we need another one, but it is a good one called Nothing Is Real by Two Guys in Ireland. I, I just think you should check that out. It's short, it's sweet, it's, it's, um, it, it, it's kind of different from a lot of the other Beatles podcasts I've listened to, and very different from yours as well. So I'm just throwing that in the mix, Ryan. Oh, well, I will definitely check it out. You know, I think wait, did I? We re, I think we retweeted that. I think I do know about I that. I think one, you right? might have retweeted it actually at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are a couple of listeners that take it away. I still can't. I still cannot get over the show is still growing. I get emails every day. Hey, man, I just found your show. I just listened to all of it yeah. straight through. It's like, are you kidding me? P.S. Kenny Dalgleish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. And by the way. Uh, it's a good you show, dork. man. Here's the here's the link to the most famous football player of all time in England. Well, it's like not even Michael Jordan or something in, in the United States. Hey, it's listen, I, th- I think I think people can be cruel, and I will not um, repeat the fact that for several episodes you um, refer to a gentleman called Hamish as Hamish. Oh, now, Hamish, <laughs> don't, Hamish, Catherine, yeah, don't. Please don't. Come on. Oh, my God. We're like Hagrid. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I feel we've just got you on and bullied you now, and now we're going we're gonna to flick you away because we finished playing with you. Ryan, listen, I'm going I'm to send you an email in the next couple of days with Glenn, and we'll sort out a chance to have a, a, a little business chat. Oh, it's an honour to be bullied and flicked. I'll talk to you both later. <laughs> Love you, man. Take care. See you later, Ryan. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Um, 0344 499 He's good, isn't he? I love he? him. He's such a nice guy. Um, George, stay there. We'll come to a bit. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, Ryan's podcast is uh, Take It Away. I mean, it's it's one of the most delightful. You know, the podcast is supposed to be twenty five minutes long. That's the, the the perfect listening time, and they're supposed to be broad. No, no, no. These podcasts can be an hour and a half, With and them they arguing d- about one song. They they dissect one album, one McCartney album, and they put so much work into it and um it's just a joy it's just a joy i was never a huge fan of mccartney's solo work until i started listening to that podcast and now i've bought loads of it and it just gives you a real appreciation anyway also here's here's a point if you're thinking of doing a podcast i'm just doing my shoes up because i'm gonna get out in a minute if you're thinking of doing a podcast go they did an episode the last the penultimate episode was live and it's them at a university being interviewed about how they do a podcast and there's some really interesting bits in there about mark about the technical side of it but about marketing and buying ads on facebook and stuff like that really good listen uh oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number let's go to george hello hello george hi (laughs) when when did ryan say he's coming over um uh, later in the year at some point hopefully yeah, well, maybe, maybe it'd be interesting. Nope. Sorry? N- no. What's that supposed to mean? Well, you know the word no. <laughs> I don't think the deputy head of Atlantic Records is going to be interested, George. In doing an interview with the original Beatles accountant, Harry Pinsker, who's a relative of mine, he, he wouldn't be interested in doing that? I don't know. Why don't you reach out to him on Twitter and ask him? Ah, what a silly thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, well, well what, okay, well, why would he be? Well, he, he's, he, he's interested in Paul McCartney, and, and, and Paul McCartney did a a record which is on YouTube where they they used the Harry Krishna song and changed it to Harry Pinsker. Yes, yes. That's up on... Yeah, we've heard that before, yes. Yeah, so so I I just thought he might might be interested. Well, why why don't you ask him? I don't know. Why should I ask him? Why should I I ask him? You're the one that wants him to interview your relative. I don't want him to do... I don't want him to do anything either. I just thought it might interest him. Well, ask him. I don't know. No, well, just as, I just find it in a silly attitude that you've got. I you think know, you've got an arrogant attitude. You, you, you keep saying that. Nobody, yes. nobody could be less arrogant than me. Bollocks. I'm, I'm very self Bollocks. You're the most arrogant person I've ever spoken to on this radio show. <laughs> I've, nobody has ever called me arrogant. Well, I, no, I bet they have, but you never listen to it. I am. I'm calling you arrogant. For what? For your arrogance. Specify what my arrogance is, Ian. There you go. You want me to talk about you a bit more. That's how arrogant you are. You're stupid. You're a bell end. You are stupid. You're a knob. Thank you. <laughs> That is astonishing. You, 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 you really are. I don't think you are astonishing. <laughs> you're the opposite of astonishing. You're, un- a, you're I, unstonishing. I'm a character. I'm not a personality. I, I, I am a character, no, and, you, and you don't appreciate that at, uh, at all. It, it comes the arrogance. No, it's 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 just. Uh, 
I have many good anecdotes to to tell. You're not interested in listening to them. No, uh, I think we I think we've heard them. No, your, yeah. All your anecdotes now about you phoning up BBC London or something. No, they're not. All of your anecdotes are about other phone calls to other radio stations. No, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they, they are. They really aren't. Yes, they really are. I've been putting a nice prophecy out there. Go on, then. Wearing my apprentice prophet's cap. Yep. You, 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 you know the, the the song, a new song, subtitled, Let's Tick Together? Yeah. That, that lyric's been circulating, and I, I am prophesying that it's going to win the Eurovision song contest it, next well, year. Well, it isn't. 20. Are you going to give it to Sweden? Because we're not going to win it in this contest. It, it, it isn't going to win... Your yes. song is not going to win the Eurovision Song Contest next year. That's a yes. fact. That's my prophecy. 2020 yeah. Eurovision, yeah. a new song will win that competition. Well, a new song wins it every year, yes. No, but it won't song, be yours. a song called A New Song. Right, okay, well that's... Because there's a, a biblical prophecy that oh, talks Jesus. of a time when the people will sing The Bible doesn't mention song. Eurovision. <laughs> Sorry? The, the Bible doesn't mention Eurovision. It mentions the people singing a new song. Okay, well that, well, that doesn't mean anything. And it, and it mentions the people of the islands, and we are the people of the islands. And I, I, I'm just watching prophecies unfold. Okay, so this is right. Your prophecy is that your song that you've written that you you keep trying I've, to get I've people just to the, the, the lyrics. Yeah, because you because you, you keep asking people to write the tune for it. Yeah, many different bands are now writing the tune okay, for it. That's great news for them. You got them to do some work for you. Lovely. No, why do some work for me? They're doing work for themselves. Okay, for okay. Me. You just you kept asking us to help you out, and we couldn't be bothered. And your prophecy is that that your song you've written. Is going to uh, win the Eurovision next year? No doubt about it whatsoever. Plen- plenty of doubt about it, to the point of where it isn't going to happen. 2020 Eurovision. I bet you t- uh, 2020 pounds that your song does not win Eurovision next year. I bet you 2020 pounds. 2020. I accept your bet. Right, clip that, please, James, and send that to me. That is. Have I? Have I? Have I is there any chance he could win this? Well, only if the BBC select his song. Yes. All right, George. Well, I look forward to um, getting your money. I look forward to getting your money. Two thousand and twenty pounds. Fine, we're on. Beautiful. Let's do it. I'll speak to you later on. Take care. And you. And you. Have I just got myself in big trouble there? He can't I win. You've broken so many broadcasting regulations <laughs> there. I think Ofcom will take their BDR away from Steve Allen and be looking at you like Sauron's gigantic eye from Mordor. <laughs> Hello, Paul Ross. Good morning, gentlemen right. and ladies. Gentlemen and ladies, I'm yes. up on the night. I uh, found nine peeing coppers outside, and oh. I've managed to stick in my bag a book about the Labour Party. I've had my arm for three months now, and nobody's claimed. Beautiful. But apart from that, it's been a very skinny night. Normally, when you move out of somewhere... Rich pickings. Everything's Not gone. It's like a desert. Everything. We've had a hunt around. Everything's gone. Yeah. I had, a bowl of, I had a bowl of somebody else's chocolate pop, Sainsbury's own brand. They were stale. With some milk left over. Oh, you don't want any of the cereals from oh, here? No, no, I've got to go at that. I'm just, I'm just desperate for something to nick. No, the cereals from here, they've all got um, mites in them. 
That's protein. That's all. I, I suppose so. Fair play. Yeah, fair yeah. play. Fair play. Um, what's on your show tonight? Well, we are doing a bit of a Wizard of Oz spectacular because there are all kinds of Wizard of Oz anniversaries. I wonder why around. you were singing the Wizard of Oz coming up the stairs when I was having a pee. I always do. Okay, right. Follow the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. Friend of Dorothy. Yeah, all yeah. That stuff. Don't <laughs> knock it till you've tried it. Um, so we're celebrating the Wizard of Oz. We have the president of the International Wizard of Oz Fan Club live on the program. Oh, Guess beautiful. which American state she lives in, Kath Boyle? Kansas. Of course she does. She has 30,000 well Wizard of Oz bits of memorabilia. Oh, looking brilliant. To that. We're doing a potty guide to the Wizard of Oz. We're talking Pink Floyd and the Wizard of Oz, of course. And we're also talking to... Now, I don't think you two are Game of Thrones fans, are I was, yeah. Okay. Now, um, then you know the Dothraki. Yes. The kind of Mongol hordes, the Golden Horde almost. We've got the man who invented, and now a million people are learning to speak it, he invented for the series the Dothraki language. Oh, yeah. Live from the USA. So forget your Klingon. Move away from the Esperanto. Dothraki. And the bloke who invented it on the programme after two o'clock. Looking forward to that. Yeah, we go. Sec. Sorry? Sack. How dare you, It's the sir. only Dothraki word I know. Never saw one bit of Game of Thrones, and I'm laughing at everyone because the finale was rubbish, apparently. You've got all that in front of you, boy. Oh, no. It's never. all out there for you, boy. Never watching a boxer ever again. Not Have after you seen last... The Sopranos? No. Breaking Bad? Yeah, I thought the last series of that was a joke. The Prisoner? The Prisoner. Patrick McGill. No, I never saw that. Oh, yeah, I never I'll saw bring, that. I bring it in for you in the new building. Yeah, I never saw oh, that. I think great. I'd like that. Some but these big stuff. American box sets. Anyway, I've got to go because we're out of time. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. We've got entertainment and we're not afraid to use it. Talk Radio.